Hi, I'm Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the Pantheon Network. Rock and roll wouldn't be what it is today without MTV. Before the rise of Napster and YouTube, MTV was where you discovered music and learned about what was going on with your favorite artist. There was something for everyone with shows like Headbangers Ball and Yo! MTV Raps, 120 Minutes, and Club MTV. It also had shows like Remote Control, Singled Out, and Beavis and Butthead. On today's episode of Prisoners and Rock and Roll, we're talking about the golden years of MTV. The VJs, the I Want My MTV commercials, iconic music videos, some music videos that were banned, and the television shows. We're also going to explore what the heck happened to the network and ask if music videos are still relevant anymore. So grab your remote control and settle down, Beavis. Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. Wubba, wubba, wubba. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Prisoners of Rock and Roll, episode number 18. I am Bruce Kramer, and I'm joined this evening by my illustrious co-host, Mr. Ryan McCusker and Mr. Doug McCusker. What's up, buddy? Are you rocking out there? Prisoners of Rock and Roll is sponsored by McCusker's Tavern at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia, and we are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast Network. So tonight's show is about MTV. Ryan, this was a, I believe this was your suggestion. This was a great idea. I want my MTV. Man, um, that's what got to be like one of the the biggest catchphrases of the '80s. Like, definitely the '80s at the beginning of yeah. The I mean, it was definitely like a catchphrase. Like, where's the beef? Sure. Yeah, it was. You're a child of the '80s or the '90s, man. I don't know how many days I spent on my summer vacations from school. Just I would sit and watch MTV for hours. I'd get up in the morning and I would. That's that was my routine before I started my day. Yeah, like even like on sick days or just like. Three three uh, day holidays. It was always just glued to MTV. They always had something going on. They always just play like with everything. Like you said, during the summer, you just sat around and just watched MTV. One summer, I woke up early in the morning and I went down and put on MTV. And this video came on from Right Said Fred called "I'm Too Sexy." And I was probably about like fourteen years old. I was like, "This is never going to catch on." And look what happened. You know, it's a huge iconic thing. Yeah. yeah, and I, 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 there's probably a lot of videos, man, that like. God, I know the songs from the video. Like sure. I'm thinking of uh, "Naughty by Nature," you know, the hip hop array. Like yeah. I know that video. Like I can, as I'm saying that, I can still I see Tretch yeah. in the winter coat doing the arms up, and yeah, everybody's going I'm, back and forth, yeah, waving their hands back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. I just I associated with the video, not not hearing it on the radio. It was such a like a big tool for these artists, you know. I think it was such a huge thing for generation to have video. With music, you know, you couldn't have in the seventies, you know, the bands in the eighties. Like, you know, the, you ever see the guys from Mario Speedwagon? They should not be in videos. <laughs> or the guys in Foreigner, they they shouldn't be in videos. But you know, and we talked about that a lot, like in the Shock Rock episode around the visual aspect. Like, music has always had like kind of a visual component to it, and this just kind of took it to a whole nother level for like twenty years. Just really cool. It's like it's hard enough to grow up to learn an instrument, and now you got to dance with it. Yeah, yeah, do, right. Do, do what you know, whatever this this 
jerk off tells you to do. <laughs> I I guess maybe before we start diving into it, I was doing a little bit of research, like where like was this kind of a new thing when it, when MTV started? And so like the music videos were kind of around for a long time. Yeah, they said like yeah. like Cab Calloway in like the twenties, sure. they would make like these little film shorts and release them to like movie theaters and stuff like that. Like uh Kind of how they used to do like newsreel kind of things, like sure. around during the war and, and stuff like that. Like you would say, like old videos, like before, like kiss and makeup. Like they they had a video for I was made for loving you, and that song came out like in the seventies. So they were definitely making some kind of videos. The, the Beatles had a bunch of videos too. Yeah, like instead of going playing like Ed Sullivan, they would make a video and send it to Ed Sullivan. Yeah, they were. I think they were kind of like the first ones commercially because they because they said they well we can't go tour and do all these events so we'll make a video and you can play it yeah. and they kind of were the first ones to embrace tv I, even if you think about it a little bit man like old um like looney tunes cartoons or like music videos like they're all yeah. like i my classic music education came from watching bugs bunny cartoons sure. uh, i always got a kick out of tom and jerry all their movements are sound of the fiddle or sound of the harp right it's really right. like symbols when they're beating yeah. each other over the head um, horns yeah and then I, I found something that uh, Tony Bennett actually claims that he made the first uh, music video. So in 1956, American Bandstand played a video of him just walking through Hyde Park in London while one of his songs was playing behind it. And now he's been like, see, I was the first one to do it. But I think the Beatles were really kind of like yeah. considered the, the beginning. Tony Bennett can complain all he wants. So it was like Strawberry Fields. Was that an, a video made Yeah. for like, you know, like what you said, for Ed Sullivan? Yeah. So yeah. Strawberry Fields. That was an actual video. Yeah, they made like, you know, uh, You Say Goodbye, I Say Hello. Mm. There was a shitload of songs that they made videos for. And then um, you got Dylan in uh, doing the video for Subterranean Homesick Blues, right. the one where he's yeah. got the, the, the index cards, yeah. Yeah. which is actually was shot by the same guy that made the Monterey Film Festival oh, really? video. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Penny Baker, D.A. Penny Baker. I thought that was interesting. Wow. I, I didn't realize that that song was... Um, from 65, so that's even mm. even earlier. And then NXS did it like later in the 80s. Yes, they did, yes, yeah. with they did for Mediate. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to come up with fresh ideas all the time. Yeah, but I think they were paying homage to it. It was new to like a whole new generation yeah. when yeah. they did it, you know. Sure. And then um, you had like like Queen, like there was a video for Bohemian Rhapsody, but they called it like a promotional video. You know, it was yeah. like the one of like all their four heads are sure, kind of- the classic. Yeah, and it, it blurs out and it's, yeah. Um, and that's, that's also before, you know, the heyday of MTV and everything else. Yeah. Before videos, you, you would also have American Bandstand, you know, and a lot of these bands would get up on Bandstand and lip sync and mm -hmm. everything, you know, before there was MTV. Yeah. Bandstand would be another, another cool show to do. We'll have to put that, that on our list. That would be a cool show. That would be fun. Yeah. The kind of the heyday of, of live TV kind of stuff. And then I was, re you know, like I mean, MTV. So that started 1981. At midnight on Saturday in August, and that clip that we played after our intro, that was what they played. They played a countdown of a space shuttle, and then they show Neil Armstrong getting on the moon, and he plants the iconic flag that says MTV on it, and he says, ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. They actually wanted to play the one small step for man, and they were afraid they were going to get sued by Neil yeah. Armstrong. We know all about that. Yeah. We, we like, shave things off here and there and make it legal. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. But originally used it because all that footage was public domain, so they knew they can get away with it up until mm. that part, you know. Yeah, and then they—I guess they—they they stopped using the space shuttle after the Challenger disaster. Really? That was—that was. Is that when they stopped they, using they pulled? It? They stopped using that uh, as, a, as a thing because it was no just, way. But they kept yeah. on having the Moon Men. The Moon Men, right? Yeah, yeah it's right. iconic, you know. Yeah, and they still give out the Moon Men today for these the video, video awards, awards that yeah. I don't for a channel doesn't show videos anymore. Yeah. But before MTV, wasn't there a show called like 
like the butterfly network start and that was start by Mike Nesmith. Is yeah. That, is that the same right? guy? Yeah. 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 It was like, um, it was like an early precursor. Yeah. And then, um, he, he started with MTV and I, I didn't realize that MTV, when it started, it was really only available in the New Jersey. It wasn't like you couldn't get it across the country. It was a very local, like local to us right. thing. Actually, I mean, in South Philadelphia, it was a testing ground for cable TV. So in 1981, we had MTV right away. Um, I remember those first broadcasts of MTV because I lived on the right side of Broad Street, you know? Huh. We got MTV and Flyers games. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. But that's where they came up the thing, like, call your cable company and tell them you want your MTV. That was like a big promotion. Yeah. You know? And yeah. they got everybody signed. They get the police. They got like- Jagger, like, Bowie. Yeah. Um, Cindy Lauper, and those. I mean, I guess when you think about the grand scheme of things of MTV, if you go, like, if I go to my kids and I say MTV, what they think of is going to be, they might not even know what MTV is. Mm. They're going to think of something completely different than somebody our age yeah. would think of. If anything, they think Jersey Shore, yeah, or something. Yeah, this is definitely a uh, a back in my day episode. As we're yeah. doing the notes, I just felt like this crotchety old, like, damn it, back when I was young, like back in 1981, right. And, and uh, yeah, uh, we can get into the experience of watching music videos now, but um, and and I guess the initial thing when they started making these videos, like at the beginning, there was no um, rhyme or reason. There was no pattern. Like if you had a music video and MTV would play it, there wasn't like a oh we're gonna play a block of rock music because nobody made music videos. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they played whatever. Like we talked about that um in our Christmas episode, like why the the Bowie Bing Crosby uh, song got so popular because it was like the only music video that anybody had to play on the air. I was watching um, a documentary on MTV and Tom Petty was on it. And he said like, you know, when this thing first started, I sit, I sat myself in front of the TV and I'm waiting for the show to end because he thought it was like a video show. So the next thing you know, it's four hours go by and he's still watching this show. And he's like, when is the show going to end? He didn't realize that it was a continue Wow. The continuation of just music videos. And there's some cool um you can find video clips on YouTube of like the music. It's just the VJs, like all the music. Like it was like here's the first three hours of MTV with all the videos cut out and it's just the VJs talking. And it's it's pretty rough. I mean they don't know yeah, what I they're doing it. yet. Mm. I watched it's, it's cool though. Yeah, it was JJ, who was the first guy? Yeah, we I, I wrote the names down of the the initial VJs. Uh there was like five of them, right? Martha Quinn, Mark Goodman, Alan Hunter, J.J. Jackson, yeah. and Nina Blackwood. Mark was like the first one on. Yeah. He was like, hello, welcome to MTV. Yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. be doing this for as long as you want. It's yeah. not like he's got the really bad, it's just so dated looking. No, um, I mean, it was groundbreaking. Yeah. Live, like, you know, you're live and you're trying to push something that nobody's ever pushed before. Yeah. Yeah. They only had like a certain amount of videos. They only had like like maybe twelve videos that they just put on a loop. Yeah, throughout the whole day. Yeah, and I heard that um, if you watch it at a certain time, the screen would go blank because somebody worked in the theater. They were actually or the in the station. They were actually changing VCR tapes, so the the show the network would go off the air for a couple seconds as they were changing the tapes with the videos <laughs> on it. I mean, we should play the the first song that they yeah. ever played, right? So uh, the Bungles, right? Yeah, the the Buggles, the vi- Buggles. I couldn't. Do you know two songs by the Buggles? I know this, this one. one. I know this one. I don't know another one. Video killed the radio star.
Not a great song. I, I think that song's iconic. Definitely. It is, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's that's like a trivia question right there. Yeah. But just the song itself is so fitting. Like, and they made it that way, you know. Well, what was the second song? Was oh, it yeah, like Pat so, Benatar? Um, no, it was The Who. Was it The Who? Was it? The second song, I believe, was The Who. You better, you better, you better, you better. You better. I really? believe that was number two, or it was. I, I watched it this week, or it was. Fun. I got it. Video killed the radio star. You better run by Pat Benatar. She won't dance with me by Rod Stewart. Then you better you bet by the Who. Nice. Oh, so the uh, Who was this, in there early. That's this great. goes down. This. Oh, I just found an article that's got the first two hundred and ten. I don't. It ends at two hundred nine songs. I don't know why they're going to two hundred nine. Um, some of these people I don't even know. Little Susie's on the up. PhD. Todd Rundgren. Yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Remember Todd Rundgren? Um, there's a lot. There, there's stuff on here. I have no idea. Iron Maiden. Oh, Maiden, Maiden. Maiden, Maiden was uh, number 16. Wow. First heavy metal song ever played on MTV, Iron Maiden. Nice. There you go. This sounded pretty diverse in the beginning. Okay. So yeah. it's funny that Iron Maiden makes it like in the, in the first the first day of MTV and then like you skip like like 10 years later. Yeah. You have to wait till midnight to see like made yeah. it on MTV. I think, I think, you know, some of those videos are worth talk about. Like the original videos, they're like really like art projects. Sure. They're almost like, you almost look like Andy Warhol videos. Like it's very like, um, cheaply made. Like the, like not cheaply made, but the video, the, the videotape is worth the while of the money, but like how the sets are, they're really cheaply made but, and people are dancing. Like, and, as you say, like I think of the Judas priest video about listen, after midnight, that video, it's like, they were standing like behind this, this backdrop and they were like, it looks like a road going down, going to, like a road going into the background. Mm. It's really cheesy anyway. No, I think a lot of those early videos are cheesy. Or the the whole medium is is relatively new. I mean, yeah, we talked about it. it's been around since the 1920s, but this idea of we're going to make a video for a song to put on this network was still kind of like a novel idea. And I mean, you know, my kids watch movies from the 80s now, and they're like, you know, oh my god, the special effects are my my kids watch movies that are 10 years old, and they think, think the, special the special effects stink. <laughs> so um, it's like, oh, look at that iceberg. That looks horrible. Yeah, yeah. We were watching like Lord of the Rings. We're like, this is cheesy. I'm like, Why? are you out of your mind? Send like, those kids to bed I, right. dinner. <laughs> Seriously, um, but yeah, and some of these early things, and and that's a great point. Like the, this really, really first generation of videos are kind of cheesy but they're art projects yeah but like they, they make no point what there's no point to these videos at all like i said there's like a lot of dancing choreography you know every choreograph choreographer is that how you say it like every dance like everybody got a job when they when the videos started coming around like our you know that's how paul abdul got her start you know and yeah like these choreographers they're like you know their job like they were in high demand after that for for bands i guess the one song that I put on where it all changes, and I didn't realize it was only one year after MTV comes out, is Thriller. And that was, 19, oh, wow. that was 1982. So I guess I struggled in my head of thinking, like, really? That's it? Like, so it's it's so new. And then this just comes out and drop. Let me look that up and make sure that's right. Because that's, like, I mean, I, that, that was the video that changed everything, right? Yeah. He was the first black guy on MTV. He was. Yeah. Maybe we get into that a little bit. So Michael Jackson was there since the beginning then, pretty much. Yeah, well, he made videos. Like you see those videos from like off the wall. Yeah, you rock with me. Yeah, and that's definitely cheesy. That's like yeah. that seventies kind of feel. Thriller came out in 83, I'm sorry, okay. not eighty two. So it's still, still it's still, still it's groundbreaking. Years. Yeah, it's still two years later. But then you look at like Beat It. Beat It was such an iconic video, and I, that was out before Thriller, right? I think all his videos were Beat It, Billie Jean. 
they, I mean, Billie Jean wanted, so that was just a controversial song to begin with. And the video, here's Michael prowling around like the Night Stalker. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was pretty, pretty odd. But it was like, you know, that's still, that, that video is still iconic. Like he's walking and the sidewalk lights up and everything like that. Mm-hmm. It's the first yeah. thing I think of when I hear that, yeah. when I hear that song. And I mean, in the Thriller video, I mean, I remember like my parents recording that on a VHS tape and it wanted like, it scared the shit out of me because sure. I was only like nine years old when it came yeah. out, especially the, the extended, like the 12 minute version. Yeah. Well, they would show that and then they would show the making of yes. the Thriller video. Yes. Which was always awesome. Um, and uh, John Landis did that, didn't he? Did John Landis make he that made video? the video thriller? Yeah, did he, he made the thriller video. Yeah, and uh, he's uh, a weird dude. Vincent yeah. Price yeah. doing the voiceover. Why you play thriller? All right, yeah, man. Let's get do a it. visual in your head. All right. just see him walking behind that girl like you know doing all like the frankenstein walks and just trying to scare her. what a fucking great video if, that was if you had to think of like one artist that grew with mtv is definitely michael jackson yeah. and michael jackson used mtv just as much as mtv used michael jackson you know um his videos were always big like like premiering this week you know this you know is the new michael jackson video. and that's every album up until pretty much his death yeah we talked know? about that um that when we did the 1991 episode, we talked about that video for Black or White. Yeah, you know, that was like a big, and yeah. that wasn't necessarily on MTV, or the um, the video Scream, the song he did with with Janet. Janet. That was like yeah. a huge deal when that like they were like the release yeah. of his videos were like events. But like Michael Jackson made these over the top videos because he was already like a megastar because of the Jackson Five, and like he's been a celebrity his whole entire life. So he can afford to raise the bar for these videos. I think he was so – he had a vision. Absolutely. And it didn't stop at the music. No, absolutely. I I heard a story about like him in the studio and like he was trying to explain like a composition in his head and he would dance to it. Like he would already know the dance moves of how he would want the music to go. How he like wants it to sway. Yeah. He wants it to – you know, yay, I get it. Would he he be as popular – as he is now, if it wasn't for MTV, I was going to ask the same question. Is that like part of it? Who knows? I think it's. A, I, th- I don't think any of these bands would be anything. Yeah, that, that's a good point. I mean, we've talked about ZZ Top and Tom Petty, all these bands that just you know, churned out all these videos that maybe they wouldn't have been. As, you know, they just M- they used MTV, like you said, Doug. They used MTV as much as MTV used, used them. them. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that's a good question. I would say probably not. But that's a world that we would never know. It's like a bizarro world. Yeah. You know? I don't want to think of a world without music videos. No. Oh. Um, and I guess I guess the next maybe the next thing to talk about like the the I want my MTV things is like again the early promotion 80s. that was it's huge. brilliant. I was just watching a few of them and you had like the police. You had um, like Weird Al Yankovic. They all do their little shtick and say I want my MTV. Yeah. Um, I watched a bunch of them too after you mentioned that. And then uh, I was reading an interview with Mark Knopfler from uh, Dire Straits. And he said he saw the police do one of those. He was like, the words, I want my MTV, that would sound really cool over a song that sounded a 
a lot like Don't Stand So Close to Me by the Police. And that's where he wrote oh, really? Money for Nothing. And that's why Sting is in the beginning going, yeah, I, want I want my MTV. Yeah, my MTV. Right, we should play a little play bit of that? It. All yeah. right, yeah. Remember how in the video it was like um, really cheesy animated computer, mm-hmm. like yeah. animatron computer. I, uh, it was crazy. But that was like so grand. Nobody did. Like I said, how Michael Jackson raised the bar. That video raised the bar for a lot. Yeah, it was of half animated, half yeah. live. Yeah, and yeah that when, was all groundbreaking, like new technology. Yeah. It was huge. I think when I think of that early year era of MTV, that's the video I think of. Like thrillers, almost its whole its own. It's, its, it's own an thing. own thing. It's I mean, that, thing. that that's a movie. That's a that's a yeah. film. Yeah. yeah. But this video, yeah, the computer animation and the cuts were like they're wearing the neon like headbands. Yeah. And and everything, and he's singing about MTV. It, I just tie it right to it. Yeah, he's singing about all the lame ass dudes on MTV. Now they're rock stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And he's also yeah he's kind of making fun of everybody too. Yeah. Now you saying that what is your first memory? of of a video as a kid on MTV. It might be that song. Really? Yeah. And I, maybe it's just because the animation is so cheesy. I also might remember my parents, I don't remember when this came out, but my parents playing the, like, my dad had a he VHS taped, like, the Call Me Al, the Paul Simon and yeah. Chevy Chase video. That's our, that's our father's favorite video My, my dad time. loved that album. Yeah. And I just remember him playing that all the time. And that, that song was probably late, a lot yeah. later, but. Uh, me and Ryan probably had the same memories Growing up for first video, what's your first video to remember saying? I don't know. It's got to be like between Pat Benatar and Tom Go- Petty. And, yeah, and the Go Go's probably. Yeah, I mean, um, I totally remember watching Thriller and Beat It, and I remember watching all those all those classic MTV videos. Yeah, all the John Mellencamp videos, all those one hit wonder videos, like Aha. That is probably one of my favorite music video songs. Ever. Yeah. I mean the we were at the Rock and Roll of Fame and they had still frames from the cartoon. The, the sketchbook? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really they cool. They had like the actual uh cartoon still frame from it. It was rad. Yeah, they have um in their in their uh attic, the, the Rock and Roll of Fame attic is what they call it, is where they have their um exhibits of the month or next month. So that month was M T V. So they had that, and they had Tom Petty's top hat. The hat from the uh, from Don't, Don't Come, Come Around Here No More. That's cool. Yeah, it was super cool to see. I, I think Take On, that song might be my favorite music video of, Take on of all time. Yeah, I just, I like the song a lot. I think it I think it still kind of holds up. I think the video still, I watch it, I, it still kind of invokes an emotion in me. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you know, the yep. girls watching them. And it's it a just, great song. Just really, it's, it's a great, just great song. Play the song and see if we can get a visual in your head for okay. it. Like, I automatically think of the video. I do too. Right when I hear the song.
God, I think of the video. Like, you know, I cannot not picture the video in my head. Would this song be a huge hit like it was if it wasn't for the video? I don't know. I was going to say, like, this song, I, this song's great. You listen to what was going on at that time, like, NXS was kind of coming out at that time, and this song's really good. Even though it's it covered, is. it's covered like crazy. I know we talked about the Weezer cover this week and big, uh, what was that ska band? Real Big Fish, they covered it for oh, the baseball. Oh, I forgot movie. about that. Yeah, and that's yeah. actually a really good cover. But, um, it's, that's how fucking big it was. Yeah. The song is, yeah. it's, it's a great song. You, yeah. You, you, you know. go down to Wildwood, you, you walk into one of the clubs, they're going to be playing, a, a band's going to be playing it, a DJ's going to be playing yeah. it. Yeah. We were, and they can hit the vocals. This yeah. week we were sharing the uh, some videos back and forth. I had stumbled across the the Weezer cover of it, and the video was almost a, it was almost like an exact replica. See, of that's it. what bothers me about them. They don't stretch out at all. Yeah, they just fucking stick to the plan. They, they might as well be a cover band. Well, they, you know they are. Like we we talk, you know, we all talked about it this week, and I think they evolved evolved into into that. You know, in the last couple of years, maybe when they did that Muppet video, you know, um, but. They they adopted that, you know, which yeah. is lame. Their videos were always awesome, though. I can't. Yeah. I mean, the the happy days, yeah, thing was iconic. Yeah. So they're like, a, would they would Weezer be as big without MTV? Without Probably a visual not. thing? Probably, Probably not. not. Yeah. I mean, they had a handful of good songs, but in yeah. general, yeah, I don't know. I I this this take on me video to me is just it's in a whole nother level of like sure. top tier. Sure. You know, just a couple. There was a handful of videos I just wrote down off the top of my head, and that was they were on that list. They're just, it's just an amazing piece many, of work. How many artists do you think were coming out with videos like that month that was coming out? And they're like, oh man, our video. Oh, sucks we got to make a, this Oh one. yeah, right, like, right. You know. Oh, we got to make a video with a cartoon in it. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. trying to out top each other. Yeah. You know. And then I guess this MTV kind of moves along, like Viacom buys them out in like the mid eighties. And then they start like, you know, the business people get involved. And yeah. we talked about this with Monterey as well, that a lot of the music of Monterey was all over the place with like genres. And mm-hmm. then the suits came in and were like, well, no, we got to put it in a box to sell it. And that's kind of what MTV does. But they come out, they're like, well, you can't just have this shit like all over the place. You got to be like, okay, this one show is going to uh, promote rap music to these people. Because then they can go to advertisers and sure. go, hey, you yeah. want to sell your like starter or jacket or, that, or yeah. whatever. Here's your, like, as a marketing guy, it makes sense. Yeah. And that's where like, you know, they start losing their uh, – they become more marketable, like marketing and like with the money and everything like that. You know, because of the, like, you know, well, kids are – who's watching this? Well, kids are drinking. Well, who drinks Coca-Cola? Well, kids drink Coca-Cola. You know, you know? what was the – the fucked up part about it, they were aiming it towards white people. Yeah. You know, yeah. they were not aiming it towards black people at all. Um, I forget who came out and said it, and they were like, what the fuck? You know, our culture's beautiful as much as they are. It's probably Chuck D or somebody like that. Something was it, and that's how yeah. they came up with Yo! MTV, MTV raps. In the beginning of MTV, you know, I think Michael Jackson was the only black artist on MTV yeah. for the longest time. Yeah, and know? Lionel Richie came yeah, along. That's true about Lionel Richie. You yeah. know, they were all like squeaky clean. Yeah. And then fucking Easy E came in yeah, and said, <laughs> And then a, a couple of years after that, MTV starts branching, branching out into some other kind of stuff. So it was like, uh, you know, MTV News and Remote Control and Club MTV. And, uh, you know, I know, I think we said in the outline, we're going to talk about all the shows and stuff on the second end of the show, but that's where all that happened. And, but I think also where they got, um, they got in front of themselves, and I read this somewhere, and I and it started really making sense to me. Was like when Clinton ran for office, because Bill Clinton was all over sure. he MTV. Rock the vote, man. Rock the vote, and it was like rock the vote started, and then he wins. And they, they, you know, at the time they were like, well, he 
a big part of him winning was because young people got behind him. Definitely. I remember when that was going down and George H.W., they asked him, like, will you be on Rock the Vote? Or, you know, choose or lose or whatever they called it. And he just kind of looked at his buddy standing next to him, like, laughing. Like, what the fuck's like, that? Like, yeah. what's that? He's like, uh, I'm not much of an MTV kind of guy. And I remember that kind of, like, them showing that. And I was one of them. Bill Clinton was the first president I voted for. Right. I was like the first one we're old enough. Yeah. yeah. And that really, MTV made, that they persuaded your your way. Because he was a young guy. He was very charismatic. He was looked good in the camera. Then you have... George. Right. He and played the saxophone. And yeah. let's Everybody. not forget that he did it in Hale. Right. Yeah, he, he did right. it in Hale. <laughs> I, I remember him playing the saxophone in Arsenio yeah. Hall. Yeah. But I guess like they, he gets elected and MTV thinks maybe they had something to do with this. And they're like, dude, you think we're going to go back to playing winger videos now, man? We yeah. just, no. we just, we had a, we had a political impact on the country. But, but what was funny about that, George got whim of that and he felt that him getting criticized and they saw he was losing the vote. So then he, he did a interview with MTV on the back of the train, like one of the presidential. I trains. do remember, do you remember that? that. I do remember and that. And he's like, "Well, you know, I didn't." He's like, "Are you? That. You think you're losing the young vote?" He's like, "No." Yeah, right. But that's and also Clinton's what, like, out there high five and everybody. Yeah. He slammed Duncan like basketballs. <laughs> the back of the, <laughs> the, I mean, the back of the train. That's like Teddy Roosevelt. But do you remember that? that I remember yeah, that I clearly. Do, I, when you said yeah. that, I do remember, I remember that. that clearly. Bush was just so out of touch with the yeah. with with himself. Yeah, I mean, shit. He lost. He lost. He lost his pregnancy due to MTV. Yeah, and, and MTV had a huge part of that. And then I guess as you get into the 90s, MTV starts moving away from all the music content. And yeah. The music industry in general gets like super poppy the second half of the 90s, other than like new metal and all other yeah. crap. But you, you know, like now it's all. Well, you skipped over like all the hairband stuff, like in the like in the 80s. Oh, let's, so talk, like let's that, talk about it. Yeah, you know? okay. I, I was just talking about like kind of I was trying to plot their their kind of descent into uh, irrelevancy, but yeah, man, I mean the rise of hair bands, uh, the the hair band video was a huge part of it. Sure, and I think that's what made me fall in love with because they had like attractive women on the videos and everything like that. You know, I think that whole time was like it, like yeah, you had the hair band videos, but did you had Run DMC? Well, that's, on at the same yeah, time, yeah. Doing their thing um, with Aerosmith, or just doing their regular thing, um, King of Rock. Sure, you yeah. know, and they were like, you know, they were definitely like rock infused, like hip hop band, you know. And like, I kind of don't want to like skip over the, the whole MTV raps thing because that was so important. You know, what I mean, hip hop. It was the only thing that would show hip hop. Yeah, but they would only show it for a couple hours a day. Right, but Yo MTV Raps came on probably around about four o'clock, like three thirty, four o'clock, and like during the week Monday through Saturday. Well, sorry, Monday through Friday. It first started on the weekends on Saturday with Fab Five Freddy. Okay, that's what started MTV Raps, and then they were like getting such a good feedback from it. They're like, we got to do this every day. Yeah, it's a huge we show. We got to make this every yeah. day. Like you know, like we'll. Would the Fresh Prince have a career without MTV? Will Smith, you know, that was his jump off point from his career to the top of the mountain. I guess you know. I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think. Like, did I? That was probably my exposure to hip hop. My my first I think exposure that, to it. That was Middle America, white Middle America I think everybody, exposure to hip hop. You know, play it takes two. This is a good song.
Like, I love the hairband shit. Yeah. But then on the next set, it's like, here, here's this. Yeah, I feel like I'm at a CYO dance when I, when I just was listening no, to that song. No, I mean, but, like, that, I was, know, but that was the theme to Yo! MTV yeah. raps. And even with that show, like, Ed Lover and Dr. Dre. Dr. The Dre. original Dr. Dre. Right. It's not the original Dr. Dre. Yeah. But, like, on M- M- Tour of the World of... Well, whatever. Right. Now he's the other Dr. <laughs> Dr. He's Dre. Now he's the other like, Dr. Oh, Dre. Now, now he's like, oh, there was another Dr. Dre? Right. But like those guys work great together. They were a great comedy duo. You know? Yeah, they were they were funny. They were just really engaging. And yeah, maybe, that, that, that yeah. maybe culturally that might have been the most important show to come out of it MTV. It was so funny. There was yeah. they were so funny together. There was an episode when they went to uh, Mike Tyson's house. Oh really? And like you couldn't like they were like really trying to like record something, but it was coming out like Spinal Tap. But you could <laughs> it was like holy shit, you can't make this up. Like they were like breaking shit in Mike Tyson's house, and Mike Tyson's getting pissed off, and he like punches one of them in the gut. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and he's like, and it looks like they're like acting. He's like, yeah. no, that motherfucker punched me in this. <laughs> he hit me hard. Ugh. But like, but, as funny as that show was, dude, they had a lot of like serious moments on that show. Also, no, I like, mean, that was the first time Brenda's got a baby was on yeah. that. You know? Yeah, and then you, you know, and they had NWA on there. Tone Luke, Slick Rick, Slick Rick, right? Hello, that. Cool J. Yeah, oh, cool, Jay. He was in, like one in the beginning. As much as I don't think he belongs in rock and roll fame, he's, he's that, getting honorary. He's getting yeah. honorary. Yeah. That's that, how good he is. That late '80s, early '90s um, hip hop was was kind of just brought out to everybody through MTV Raps. I I love. Maybe it's because I was younger, and everything's better when you're younger. But man, that was such a great outlet of music. Like to anybody could dance to it. Anybody could listen to it. Um. Or anybody could rhyme, anybody could rap, you know, to to the poor kid that can't afford anything and just have a, a ghetto blaster. And that's his instrument. Sure. But then that that show got like, you know, exploited. Then you get bands like like your boy's third bass and like, you know, vanilla ice yeah. and all this other kind of junk getting in there, you know. I think they had more street credit than they had like that kind of shit. Yeah. Well, well in that business, like the street credit is what got you there. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's how you got you had the street credit. Yeah, yeah, but how fucked up is it? Here you guys got some serious like LL Cool J is like really serious. You got Run DMC that's really serious. Yeah. And then here comes the fucking Beastie Boys. I don't know. We talked about the beat. Like I think you know, they're, here, they're here's, important. Here's, um, yeah, no, back in back in the early eighties, I agree. With here's you. like a joke. Here's yeah. like a, a kind of music trying to overcome everything. And here's three white guys come and do it, and they're all over MTV right away. Right away. Yeah, but they had the street credit though. Not as a rap band, as a fucking a punk, punk band. band. Yeah. But they nobody knew who the hell they yeah. were. But they were three white kids rapping yeah. when they had a shitload of other acts that were rapping that were black dudes black women i never thought of that of like the lack like that the the white people just kind of come over the top and become the star like the hip-hop stars of music i never thought of that and that's because i'm a middle middle class white dude i'm from the streets (laughs) i'm from the streets (laughs) but you were there once i could tell from all the gold chains you're wearing tonight so the way you got up and we're just dancing when it takes two came on was just uh but yeah like again that that got exploited after a while and you know well everything you know, record that, companies came in and but look where it went really fast you went from run dmc to aerosmith to snoop dog sure you know what snoop dog came out what in 92 93 yeah i mean that was huge that was, iconic. That was, that was huge, huge. Yeah. he it changed rap music yeah, yeah snoop dog dre you know those guys all yeah. come out and the um i mean it is we're, we're talking about hip-hop videos i mean some of the biggest 
uh, like the two that I I mentioned in my list, my notes were like in the nineties were like hypnotize by Biggie and California love. I mean, those were like, those are huge videos. They were also like productions, yeah. you know, like yachts and, and, and there's huge play, play some of that bling bling. All stuff. right. Hang on. I'll get some. Now, in my opinion, there's no better rappers than Biggie and Tupac. They're, they were like the Stones and the Beatles. MTV, if anything, exploited the East Coast, West Coast rivalry. They absolutely like, did. They should charge them with murder. Sure. They, they, got, everybody all fucking, they got everybody all fucking crazy. They absolutely you know? did. And, and these two dudes died because yeah. of that. And it's, it's so... It's so fucking stupid. No, they were buying into it too. Sure, you know what I mean, but, but they, I, uh, Tupac more than than yeah. Biggie, but yeah. yeah. And Pac, there, there's like you know, somebody gave an interview like these guys together. He's all talking this and talking that, and they happened to just cross paths one day when this is all going on. It's like, man, I'm just trying to make money. I yeah. think I you think know? Pac was just more a method actor. Yeah, you know, and he he's got an actor, he yeah, got caught character. up in his own shit. Yeah, you said that before. You know, yeah. Um, you got to play Pac now. Besides that video, I love that song. I, I do listen to that song yeah. all the time. I do too. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get into the big conversation about hip hop, but it was like even just listening to the two of those. I mean, like East Coast hip hop in the late '90s and West Coast, like they just they did have very different sounds. Oh, completely two different just, sides of the spectrum. This stuff, the, the California stuff's like just smoother. I mean, you think yeah. of like Snoop Dogg and yeah. um yeah. You know, I, I prefer West Coast rap over East Coast, even though we're from the East Coast, dude, I do. I do. East Coast in the house. Yeah, I think that's my. I no. It, it depends on my mood. Yeah, um, I'm more East Coast laid back kind of guy. I'm kind of more laid back these days. I know the, like Wu Tang never got tied up in all that, but yeah, they're, yeah. they're definitely no, they're in East Coast. They're, they're, they're in East Coast. Yeah, yeah Jay Z never got caught up in it. Yeah, but like you know, those guys made a lot of money off that feud. Also, they sold more albums because of that feud, because the East Coast versus West Coast but kind of thing. You just know? not them. They're entourages. entourages. They're record yeah. companies. Like you, you know, know, like the the Doghouse. CDs, um, the Junior Mafia, all yeah. of yeah. all of, like all their cronies and flunkies and all their yeah. spinoffs and all that other stuff. It was a mess. It was a big fucking mess. And then you had a- but Death Row had a big part to do with, uh, you know, just in hip hop in the nineties. They were it. 
you know, they were the, 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 uh, you ever heard the story that Suge Knight almost threw vanilla ice out of yeah. a window? Yeah. He, like, he, he grabbed him and held, like, Suge Knight was, what, like, 6'6", six, six, like, 300-something pounds, and he grabbed vanilla ice and, like, held him out a window of a hotel or he wanted, was because, throw because the story was that one of his buddies was the DJ that he wrote that song, and that was his hook and everything like that, and <laughs> vanilla ice wasn't going to pay him, and he's like, okay, well, let's go up there, and he got him to sign it. You know, yeah, you hang them off the. Oh, like the hook, like check out the hook while my DJ yeah. revolves it. Except yeah. he's like, check out the hook while the DJ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he got paid though. Oh shit! Shug had results. He made results. Yes. Well, he's he's, he's, he's a, a fucking murderer. He might, is he the piece of shit? I think of the week? he's yeah. a shit bag of the week, yeah. right? Yeah, he's in yeah. prison. He's Again. never getting out. Yeah. He's never getting no, out. No, he's not. No. He killed Tupac ultimately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like for, a, for record sales, the push, yeah. push behind you know, it, and, he, and you know, Tupac wanted to leave Death Row, and yeah, because Dre already. This left. is a whole other episode. We yeah. could get into this. Yeah, you know, this is again how diverse we are that we're going completely off the cuff and just talking about East Coast, West Coast, nineties, nineties hip hop music. So, so back to MTV. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, you know, we're talking about Yo MTV Raps. I guess the other show, man, that that was like the niche was Headbangers Ball. Yeah. I, I look forward to Headbanger's Bowl every Saturday night. You stayed up late. Um, it, it was the only time you would see th- this kind of music. Ricky Rackman. Well, right? the original w- the original guy was D. Snyder. Yeah. Yeah. He was the original VJ. Yeah. Then Adam Curry was the VJ. And then Ricky Rackman was the next yeah. VJ after that. But they wouldn't, we were talking about it earlier before, so before the show started. Like, they wouldn't pay D. Snyder, right? No, that's why he was like, I'm out. Yeah. Cause he's already, he's already like a superstar. You know, on MTV, on yeah. MTV, and he's doing the show, and then like between that, then they had like uh, downtown Julie Brown like hosting here and there, wubble, wubble, wubble. and yeah. uh, they might have some else, but then Adam Curry got it, and um, he got made fun of a lot. He didn't really. Fit well, the he show. was like the hair band VJ. Yeah, he became. He, he that, was like though. a model. Yeah, he became that. Like after because he, of he had long ball. hair, and he had Bon Jovi hair. And so I got the gig. See, that's why I got. He had Bon Jovi hair. Yeah, um, but, Headbangers Ball was the only time. You know, you'd say earlier, Maiden was in the first bunch of videos, videos that were played. You know, when I remember MTV mostly, you would never see Iron Maiden in the middle of the day. No. You know, Iron Maiden got fucked over again by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Yeah. So underrated. Um, their videos were always awesome. Let's play an Iron Maiden song right now. All right. Wasted Years, that's on your playlist. Yeah, let's play some Wasted Years. Like, you know, you wait all week to see Maiden or Dio or some old Kiss video. Yeah, we used some... to, like, like set our video. We used to set our uh, VCR, uh, the tape had tape ball because we were so young we were allowed to stay up. So we'd watch it, like, the next day, like, Sunday morning, like, and watch, like, Headbangers Ball. But, you know, they got rid of Adam Curry, and then they got um, Ricky, Ricky Rackman. Rackman. You know how Ricky Rackman got that job? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Axl Rose got him that job. Really? Because he hated the show so much because every, everybody would like run home and watch Headbangers Ball. 
and Ricky Racker, he had the what, what was his name? It was called the Cat House or something like that. And um, he was saying to Axel, he's like, man, I would love to host this show. He's yeah. like, all right, I'll make a phone call. And next thing you know, boom. Hmm. He has the yeah, job. Ricky Rackman is a lucky dude. What was funny, I was watching a documentary on TV. Adam Curry like started yelling at him at this this uh reunite re reunion, yeah, reunion of like VJs. And Adam Curry's like, I lost my job because of yeah. you because you knew like yeah. Axel Rose and all that. Huh. Yeah. You know. I mean you're you're hot one minute on MTV and as you know it, you're not the next day. Yeah. yeah. But you know, some of the first things I've ever seen was on Headbanger's Ball, like Tool. Yeah. Nirvana was the first I remember seeing on Headbanger's Ball. You'd see Slayer on Headbanger's Ball. That's the only time you see Slayer. Yeah. Yeah. Megadeth. 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 Anthrax. I remember, I think, seeing Bring the Noise, that was probably the first time I ever saw the video for that was on Headbanger's Ball. You would never see the song I'm the Man. It was... You would never see it during the day on yeah. MTV, yeah. but they would play it on yeah. MTV the, um, Headbangers Ball. The video for One by Metallica. Yeah. You'd see that late. They, they would play these videos during the afternoon, though. Like one, it was pretty rare, though. It was yeah. rare. Like it was like yeah, not. Like, I remember one being very successful, like on on the countdown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. song I one. Being, yeah. I remember being mainstream. Yeah. Yeah, um, and that's another video too that that's kind of like an artsy thing. It's pulled out from that movie. Something get your gun. It's it's like ba- the video is based Johnny on get your gun Johnny get your gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. here, but here you have a band who went fu- like kicking and screaming to go to make a video. They last, they, you know, they. I think their first year was the first year MTV started. And they're like, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. And then they made the one video, and it was so successful. Like, it was really played. It was on heavy rotation. Yeah. And then they just didn't stop making videos. I Like, not to jump ahead too far forward, but then, like, you know, the Black Album came out. In 1992, Metallica was the biggest band played on MTV, meaning more, like, their videos were played Video more plays. than any other band on MTV in 1992. Yeah, they just started churning the stuff out. Yeah, they realized, hmm. like, oh, wow, we're really, like, turning the page here we're really like moving like getting more fans people wanted the rock they were yeah. they had enough of like uh culture club yeah and, and i th- you know yeah and i think i think metallica has a lot to do with making heavier music more mainstream absolutely you yeah know, like when they came out like enter sandman that was humongous yeah you yeah know? mtv was good about having like acdc on shook me yeah. all night long yeah yeah they were good about giving little hits out here and there but for a complete scene like you would never ever no. see a judas priest video in the middle of the day after madonna no you know? yeah no. yeah that's, fair. that's so headbanger's ball was awesome ricky rackman got a really hard time on that show by everybody that was on that show people just like yeah because they know he, yeah because they know he, he was just the right place at the right time <laughs> hey ricky i love you dude i yeah i mean no, he's great like did you listen to or watch 120 minutes a lot i watch 120 minutes on yeah. sunday nights yeah i did too yeah at, at the time it wasn't really my thing like it was a little too like artsy, too much REM on there, dude. Like you know, too much like you know, <laughs> yeah, so Bjork, I, you know, yeah. There was there some some of that stuff gets was a little too much. Um, I think yeah. the Simpsons and the Simpsons came on, and then Married Children came on, and so I wasn't like really. Yeah, if people don't remember 120 minutes, that would be what they would play: the Pesh Mode, they'd play uh, the Cure. Sonic Youth, some of that '90s stuff. Like you could, you could catch like the Pixies on there once in a while. Mm. Um, I picked a real freaky Cure song on there. You did. I love. I think this is it puts 120 minutes right up there. All right, let's uh, like in your head. Why can't I be you? By the Cure, off their album Galore. 
you know, 120 minutes was a great show on Sunday nights. Like you said, maybe we missed it because Married with Children was on. Mm. But if you wanted to see the breaking edge of of a of a great culture, that's yeah. what you would alternative watch. Alternative music, alternative music in its, in its best. Now, what was his name? Matt Pinfield, that yeah. host of that show. He's nah. still on. Uh, is he? He's still on Sirius. Yeah, a, he, a couple of yeah. these DJs have gig. Like he's on uh, the nineties. Yeah, the nineties. Like uh, Julie Brown, she's has it. She's on like the nineties. Uh, what was? What I thought you... Matt Pinfield was a guy for MTV. I mean, from Headbangers Ball. No, well, no, he was like bald. No, yeah, he was right? a bald guy. He was more of like like 120 minutes. But that guy apparently knows more about music than we do, which I find it completely, absolutely amazing. Bullshit. I know. But um, yeah, nobody knows more about yeah, music no. than we do. He uh, socialites. A, everybody says that, like, like what was that show? The uh, the metal show. Like those guys might know just as much as him. But that guy's like a staple. Even today, I think yeah, he does have a serious. Yeah. And that uh, Kurt Loder has a. a a show on on uh, Sirius also, which I I just found that out. Does he? Is he he's like he's like a thousand years old. Yeah, but he? he he's still he's a smart guy though. You know, I, I'm going to check it out because I think he just talks about things that were happening. Like I freaking name a show, but you can hmm. this is out. But it's just like a like a time machine kind of show. MTV News was a big deal. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that a little bit too. That was yeah. I mean, Kurt Loder was our. Ted Koppel. You you said that when we were setting up, and then one of you guys said that that's where you heard that Kurt Cobain died. He broke the story. And you're right. You know? Like, I, as you said that, I was like, yeah, you know what, dude? I, I remember that. I remember hearing that. Is that the big piece, the biggest news in history of music in our, our in generation? In our generation, probably. Okay. When Kurt killed himself? Yeah. yeah. We were, what, high school, right? Yeah. We were in high school, and he and they would- 94. They had captivated- you know, everybody Every, everybody yeah. had that album. Yeah. And that, that was an album that just like changed everything. Changed everything. Like, everything overnight. right. Like the whole the whole scene. It made even like the heaviest headbang music look stupid. And then and then he was gone. It was just it was a very short, you know a few years, but then he He then made he died. A, he made a lot of music in a couple of years. Yeah, he did. And that's the thing, like when, when they passed away, like they just kept on showing the unplugged because I guess he, he uh died like sometime in the spring and they did like the the uh, unplugged in the fall and it was like in heavy rotation and they were they only had so many videos at that time so they were just showing their own which is a whole different show by itself that we should do like an unplugged episode yeah which is like nirvana's greatest it's, album that's hands the best their, they ever their did. greatest performance they actually showed how talented they are that might have been one of the best performance of the 90s and then, i mean even that that video for Smells Like Teen Spirit, Change again, that. another song that Change you hear that. it and you just think of it. You know, it's got that that washed out yeah. kind of tone to it and the they're in the gym and he's singing and yeah, another song that I hear and I immediately think of the video. You know what Tom Petty, I was watching an MTV documentary yesterday and Tom Petty said, when Tell Smells Like Teen Spirit came out, it was just as important when the Beatles came out. Like it, it made had that much change in music culture and like pop culture. Yeah, you know, I'm sure. Tom Petty was just happy that he was still relevant. They're not killing yeah. my music. Yeah, I'm, I'm still <laughs> cool. I'm still cool. Um, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, MTV News. I mean, when that was out, there was no, there's no internet. There's no TMZ. No. You know, there's no 24 hour news channel. So that was really where you went to find out what was going. It was either that or you're reading like Rolling Stone or yeah. Kerrang or. Yeah. spin or something yeah. else to find out what was going on they would have an update every hour on mtv um tabitha soren came a few years after 
Kurt Loader. Kurt Loader. I'd forgotten about her. Yeah, she was awesome too. She was real smart. Mm-hmm. Like I still prefer Kurt Loader because he's like like you know Ted Koppel. You know. Yeah. So I, I think they totally did so much for the choose or lose Absolutely. campaign. And those two faces. They got. Yeah. They got Bill Clinton in the presidency. Absolutely. And they also took music. Unless I'm misremembering this, that they took music kind of seriously too. You know, like, yeah. like well, it wasn't like, yeah. oh, so and so is hooking up with this person. No, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't yeah. like gossipy kind of stuff. No, it was like who's making an album with yeah. somebody, or who broke out of this band, or who's collaborating. Well, you know, Kurt Loder, he uh, he started a circus magazine, and. Um, then he went to Rolling Stone, and then he he was a big deal. At Rolling so he was Stone. like a, he was a journalist, yeah. that decided to take on this. Dude, job. he was like living in New Jersey. He was married. Him and his buddy would like drive to New York, go to CBGBs, and like in the middle like see these bands. Like they were like they were at CBGBs. And Kurt Loder's been in the business a long time, you know. And uh, whenever he said something, you kind of like took it serious. Like he was the voice of who we were going to listen to. He had that deep. That deep voice too, yeah, right. Like I, I, I haven't heard anything from him in years, but I yeah. think I can kind of remember him. Yeah, he he was on that Tina Turner documentary on HBO, and uh, he, he still has that that voice. And it was like they should just slap him up on like TV again. Yeah, hmm. he'd be great. Like I said, he has that serious chat, that serious show. But I gotta check it out. I haven't heard it, but um, I he's iconic. He's just yeah. he he was so important to MTV. You know, he was, in my opinion, he was the the face of MTV. Even though he had all these like DJs and all these other personalities, he was the face of MTV. But look at all the things they talked about: AIDS, short sure. rape, yeah, um, voting, abuse, yeah, drug drug problems, liquor problems, runaways. Like they touched on everything yeah. on MTV, and that's why they they you know think and luckily they realized their importance to to what uh kids needed to know about like uh one thing that I, I found this week like when magic johnson said that he he got hiv he did an mtv special and it was all kids in the audience and everything like that and he was explaining like listen i'm gonna beat this or like you know this is what happened get out this like you i can't like explain to kids like you're not going to get it being around by touching me yeah you know what i mean hmm. like you know it's uh it was heavy, man. It was it was heavy shit to watch. Also, know? another like really important cultural moment in that that era, right? Of Magic Johnson yeah. getting sick, and that he just addressed it through MTV. Yeah. Do you hmm. remember that when it happened? I remember when it happened. I don't remember him being on MTV. Yeah. But I remember being in, in high school and then yeah. talking about yeah. it. I remember them just having a big AIDS campaign to begin with. Besides, I don't really remember Magic Johnson, but I remember the whole campaign for AIDS on MTV. There was certain artwork that was, uh, that cause mm-hmm. that was like a New York kind of art yeah. scene. And I feel like after Freddie Mercury died, that that became like a big, yeah. a big, like that, the that awareness big around thing. it. But then when Magic Johnson got it, that was like, yeah, anybody could get it. He's like, if I can get it, anybody right. can get it. You right. Know? Uh, do you remember the Weekend Rock? That was like another. Yeah, that was yeah. like another show. Like it was kind of like I guess it came on like Saturdays, and that came, like everything leading up to that week that happened, they would like they, revisit all it. The, yeah, all the little clips they would all put it in one yeah. show. It became like sixty minutes. Yeah, you know, for kids. Yeah, you know, it's where I got all my news was MTV Rock. Yeah, yeah, that's where you figured out what was going on. Um, 
Some of the other music shows, like Club MTV, I always thought that was a weird show, man. You watch it. Being a teenager, I liked it. I liked it too. Do you remember? But... It was Club MTV, and then there was The Grind. Maybe, uh, I'm, maybe I'm thinking of The, the Grind. Grind. Was like soft porn. It's the one where they, they were in the club, just dancing with each other, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, but, that's what I was. Thinking club of. MTV, they had um, Downtown Julie Brown, wubba wubba wubba. But you know, she she was definitely the face of dancing on MTV. Sure. Yeah, she was hot. They basically took like American Bandstand, and they 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 gave it like an umph up. Instead of having bands playing on there, we're just going to have these professional right. dancers, right. yeah, dance to show you the moves. So you're out in the middle of Missouri, sure, and you're yeah. seeing like the the latest New York dance is a very important show to me growing up. <laughs> <laughs> very important show. And we had, I guess, in the list, like for music shows, we had two other ones that kind of straddled, and that was Liquid TV and Beavis and Butthead. Uh, yeah. Liquid TV was awesome. That was before Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. They, they actually had the original the original episode of Beavis and Butthead on Liquid TV. Was Eon Flux it yeah, was. that came out of yeah, that before it, was. it became its own show? All yeah. Right. yeah. They had a lot of great little... Ren and Stimpy came off that too, didn't they? Did they? Were they? they that might kind have. of animation. Yeah, that kind totally. of animation, you know, came, totally. came from Liquid TV. Uh, Liquid, it was a little bit over my head, I got to be honest, when I was younger. I know? loved Liquid TV, especially Neon Flux. I didn't yeah. do drugs I back then, too. So. I, I didn't, didn't take dr- drugs either, yeah, but I, I thought she was awesome. Yeah. You know, uh, there were so many. MTV made so much animated things um, from... Beavis and Butthead was such a cultural, iconish thing. Like, what was bigger than frog baseball? Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, Fire. Yeah, the cornholio. Like, you still, it's stuff, you still, people still know that. Like, that made Bart Simpson look like wholesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know I mean, because Bart Simpson was a public enemy, public enemy number one. Until they came along. Came along. They were like, the Simpsons were like, great. Somebody when, else. Did. Man. When we were all in uh, lockdown uh, last year, me and a couple of my friends were doing Zoom like power hours, and we would nice. do a different subject, a topic for an hour. You know, you play a clip for a minute, and then after the end of a clip, you have a beer or whatever. But we did one of Beavis and Butthead making fun of videos. We played like fifty clips of them, and it was so goddamn funny, yeah. man. Some of the stuff that they I have to find the file and share it with you guys. That's, it's like Time Life put out all the Beavis and Butthead on Time Life did. Yeah, Time Life put out Did it all... have the music videos in it? No, that's yeah. the thing. It didn't have any of the music videos on it. It was just all the cartoon parts, uh, which was okay, but the video is the videos is what made it so yeah. funny. Oh my God, like him making fun of like uh, Rico Suave yeah, and some of the others. It's just, it's so There's funny. So you know, color me bad. Was it like culture? <laughs> like culture? Color? He's like, I'm a man. He's like, you're a what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And some of the stuff was just like, it was pretty witty. Like, it was, some yeah. of it's just like incredibly stupid, but some of it yeah. was just really funny. Um, but they were also, man, like, they were like, I know who White Zombie is because of that. Yeah, or the like, Rollins yeah. band. Like, yeah. they were playing, playing the video for Liar a lot. Yeah, they uh, were. In a couple, uh, self-esteem off their first their their into silence um yeah man it was they also introduced you to a lot of this music and then they would tell you what's crap right to like turn this off yeah yeah like the share song would come on or something and you're like uh, well they recorded a song they recorded a song with share. Share. Yeah, you're right. yeah. They did, uh, the, um uh, i got you babe yeah, they, yeah. i got you babe uh, 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 uh. dude they Dial. were huge mm-hmm. he was a butthead the t-shirts oh every, it was everywhere Everywhere. Everywhere. They, they were, were on, on like, TV every night. They were on like the, the video music awards one time, yeah. like presenting or something. They were huge. They're, they're, yeah. I remember 
like during the summer, we'd go out, we hit Tower Records up in Cherry Hill and stay there till like 1030 and then come all the way home for 11 o'clock for Beavis and Butthead. What a great time that was. But yeah. um, like Beavis and Butthead, they, they came out with a movie like Beavis and Butthead Do America. And that was a huge that, – that movie did really, really well. And what I found out is that was the last movie that was hand-drawn, like animation movie. Hmm. That was the hmm. last movie without computer – like when computers – before computers yeah. started taking over all the animation. Wow. That was the last movie made 100% by hand. Did you guys watch – when it came back a couple years ago, did you guys no. try? I, I, I don't I, have cable. Yeah. So. I, I tried, and I, no, I, it I was kind of like the ship has sailed. Like, I mean, instead of watching music videos, they were making fun of like clips of reality TV. No, and just bring just, back the old show. Bring the yeah, old show just, back. Just, show reruns of that. Yeah, call it a day. Yeah, I, it, that shit. It's it never gets old. Yeah, the ship had the ship had sailed, and uh, the MTV. I guess in the the last couple of years, they've tried a couple times to like yeah, revive they jumped, things. They, they jumped the shark. Yeah, and they just they consistently missed a boat with it. My pregnant. My pregnant teen at that had a three way <laughs> like, um, with a bun in the oven, and I mean, I got a list of a couple like iconic, really cool music videos. Maybe, maybe I can just run through those, yeah. and then maybe we take the break. We come back. We'll talk about some of the other crap, the other shows that that yeah, sound yeah, cool. So, yeah, yeah. all right, um, all right. So let me let me start. I got a couple videos that um, I was trying to think. Where does like how does YouTube stack up now? So I took. One, two, three, four. I took five videos that I thought were heavily in the rotation of MTV. They're like great videos. And then I went and looked up how many times have they been watched on YouTube? Because I was like, do these things still matter? So I'll walk through these one at a time. Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. Huge. Awesome video. video. And uh, who, Mike, who did the video? Uh, Spike Lee. Spike, Spike Lee. No, 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 that's that's. No, Spike, no, Spike Jones. Spike, Spike, Spike Jones. Jones. Spike Lee was the right. Do Spike the right jo- thing. Yeah. yeah. And Spike Jones made a lot of videos. He's like the Moby. Like a lot of uh, he did Beck. He did like a whole bunch of videos. He was a very iconic director. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, that he makes some awesome movies too. No, he does. Yeah. So that video has been seen ninety million times on on YouTube. I'm like, okay, people are still paying attention. I think that number should be way it's higher. Like, it's that's like a, guys like us watching. That's it, an you know? awesome video. Yeah. This one I was a little disappointed, but it uh, this has only been seen forty six million times in Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel. Wow. You think that would be like one of the most viewed of all time? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I, probably, right, that's another fan. Like he was another guy that man. He put out a couple videos that were just like, yeah, uh, digging in the dirt was really cool, big time. Yeah, but that like slash the monkey. Yes, would, would Peter Gabriel would have had that second career without MTV? I would probably. The songs think that. were great. Though. The song, they were, the, but the videos, the videos were, were. Yeah, it was what he played. Did. He yeah. played him. He used MTV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't think he would have, like, really, really... They were groundbreaking videos yeah. for yeah. time. Yeah. Let me, I'll play a little bit of Sledgehammer. You've got that on the playlist. Yeah, yeah man. do it up. The song Peter was Gabriel. Like, the song was secondary to the video. It yeah. really was. You know? I love song. Peter Gabriel yeah. and it's his uh, his kind of quirkiness, and I think his videos really put that into everything. It just shows you his quirkiness. He does something like that, and then he does your eyes or uh, yeah. red rain. Yeah, you know he has he's his songs are all really different. really talented guy. Um, 
Thriller. So I looked that up. That's been seen 757 million times. Wow. Um, so now you're getting into like huge Vogue by Madonna. Huge yeah. song. Huge, huge song. Huge for, was for a while, man. Like, like when that came out, I remember like MTV, like once a year would have like list of the best videos of all time. For a while, that was above Thriller as being the greatest video I can ever. See it. I can see that. It was just uh, definitely you know, huge. That. Just but that, uh, that's again, that's a song without like you can't listen to that song without having a visual. Of your yeah, the black and white it's video. A, it, was, it was groundbreaking. Um, and then the last one that I looked up that I put the numbers to was uh, November Rain by Guns N' Roses, and this just blew my mind. So the video on their official channel has been viewed 1.6 billion sure. times. It's just like it's a, it's a, again great video. Um, I see it when I Guns N' Roses in general put out a lot of really cool videos, yeah. right? They had like yeah. that these tri- epic the trilogy yeah. of like the three of these that the were strange November Rain and Don't Cry. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. And then there was another, there were two other files of the same video. One had 14 million views and one had 5 million views. So really, really big. So those are the only ones I looked at. So I was like, all right, so people are still watching yeah, music I never, videos. I never got to watch November Rain ever no. again. Like no. I, I can hear the song and pick and do like picture the whole video in my the head. The 10 minute, like the drone yeah. footage and it's yeah. before drone of, of Slash in front of the Slash church. Sing, yeah. But throws like, guitar over the edge. The girl. Like I, I never need to hear that song ever again. Yeah. Like you know, I, yeah. it's I, I appreciate, it. but I that's the same thing as Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Do you yeah. ever need to hear that song ever again? No. I like you that. See, I like that song at summertime, but yeah. I know but you seen that, that video? Before. That's a video that was played so many times. Yeah. On MTV, I didn't put them on. I didn't put that video on my list. On, yeah, but on I'm purpose, sure it's so. up there. I got a couple other ones that, that and ones we didn't talk about. Robert Palmer. That was a huge like, thing. Like he had a Simple couple of videos, yeah, or addicted to love. love he had a couple yeah. of videos with the girls all wearing yeah. the same outfits. It's such a good idea. He did the same video twice, brilliant, right? Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. Oh, that was a huge thing. It was yeah. like he did a Pepsi commercial. Yeah, yeah. Um, he made a lot of money. All those cover girl commercials. They yeah. they all were the makeup they did in the yeah. videos. And yeah. again, like, would he have been popular if it wasn't for that no. that shtick? Probably not. That song is killer, though. It is. He was. He has some yeah. cool stuff. Yeah. He he just he died recently. Did like, he really? Last, last, it might have been five years ago at this point, but I think he's the original nerd rock. You think so? Yeah. He, Even before he was Devo? like a nerd. Even before, well, like, no, yeah. He he was like a nerd with the tie on and yeah. Yeah. Um. What about Rick Ashley? Like, would, he, would you consider him in the same he, category? He became, yeah, yeah, you know, why not? Yeah. I hadn't thought about him. Yeah, and he kind of became, like, a joke. Yeah, but know, dude, people internet. love him, though. Yeah. People love him. No, but Simply Irresistible and the other song, Cultural Iconish. Addicted to Love. Addicted, a huge Iconish thing yeah. in pop history. Yep. Freedom by George Michael huge was another song. huge video, right? When he, Great song. He, Blows up the guitar, uh, the, the jukebox from Faith, and he burns yeah. his jacket. And yeah, in the video, cool. he, he's not even in the video. Correct. At all. It's all like yeah. Cindy Crawford yeah, and some video. other models. All these top supermodels, dude. And I love that song by itself. It's a, it's a good song. Video, yeah, fantastic. it's a good song. No rain by Blind Melon. Nah. Yeah, but it, but the video, but but yeah. when they hear that song. Yeah. You think of that vid, the, the Bumblebee Girl and yeah. all that other kind it makes of stuff. Me want to change the channel. Yeah, I said this before. Blind Melon is my favorite band out of the nineties. Listen to Soup. Listen to Galaxy. <laughs> But this fucking this song, song I, it's the worst song I ever heard in my life. And this is my favorite band from the 90s, okay. one of them anyway. You know. Virtual Insanity by Jamiroquai, the dude great. on the... On yeah, the, uh, that's a great song. Uh, the, the treadmills. treadmills. Yeah, yeah. That was just really cool, the big stupid fuzzy hat uh, that he had, and he's doing the funny dancing. He had a gimmick. He had a nice gimmick yeah. going. Yeah, he had the hat. His, yeah. his album's unreal, though. He has this yeah, like, Stevie Wonder album. thing going yeah. for him. It was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, he kind of he washed out. 
Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cindy Lauper. Huge. Again, the video with uh, uh, Captain Lou Albano. Yeah. yeah. Really cool. Huge video. She had a bunch of huge videos. And, yeah. Like, she, here was like this artsy, cartoonish character. She was the complete opposite of what Madonna was. That's very well said. You That's know, great. like the yeah. complete opposite. It's like the Madonnas were for the plain girls. And for the creative girls, there was Cindy Lauper. I agree with that. That's a really good point. That's and, a cool analogy. And and she fit that beginning of MTV so well. Oh, you she was I mean? so unusual. Like, yeah, because she was like she wasn't punk, but she was like no, but that she had those roots punk, though. Artsy she definitely kind had those of, kind of her stuff. clothes were totally yeah, yeah totally different than hair. anything going on. She had a, and let's she had the hits. She yeah. had the songs. Her voice is unbelievable. She had a ton of hits, even though like it's not her song, like. Money changes everything. Watch that video. She kills it. Like she's yeah. in a, she's in a trash can, like flying, flying over, flying over before John Bon Jovi ever did it. You know, yeah, Cindy Lauper. Yeah, awesome. Eep. What was the what was the song? Um, that masturbation song. Yeah, she bop. She bop. Yeah, yeah. Or the Goonie song. I've seen her a bunch of times in concert. I've never seen more, her. more than I should brag about. Like, recent, like within the last like ten years, in the last twenty years, because she's um she a girl, she did, she did, an ex girlfriend of mine's loved her, okay. and I've seen her about like fucking five times. She's been on Howard Stern a couple times in the last like ten years, and she's she's older, and she was playing a lot more like really stripped down versions of stuff, and it was yeah. really cool. I was yeah. really digging it. No, she, I she mean, did it, time did. after time's a great fucking song. Um, True Colors is a great song. She she's like made these anthem songs yeah. like the true colors is a huge song for gay rights she did a dual yeah. tour with Cher. like i mean she had just as much time as Cher did hmm. like she's a big deal man yeah I, of- I would love to see her i've seen I mean, her too many times i want i would love this i'm sure it's nothing like you know like it was back <laughs> in the day i'm sure it's a little boring now but like she was good zz top just pick it. Like, I put legs on here, but yeah. almost any that was video. Huge. They were another yeah. band that just became huge in MTV, man. Yeah. With the with the car and the beards and the looks and the girls and yeah. the spinning guitars, just they totally embraced it. Like that first uh, video music awards, it was all focused around that MTV. I'm sorry, that ZZ Top video with mm-hmm. that car, the car, yeah. and you know, the Eliminator that. car. Yeah. Um, Tom Petty, we talked about the "Don't Come Around Here No More" video, man. Yeah. The the Alice in Wonderland, huge. really cool. Um, this song sucks, but opposite the track by Paula Abdul. Or you, you mentioned her before, man. She she did like a lot of choreography. Yeah. That stupid cartoon cat. MC Scat Cat. Yeah, MC Scat Cat. That dude still that's like I think she played her a couple years ago and she still does that that bit. Uh, yeah, of course. You know? I would. It's a nice gimmick. Yeah. That's her gimmick though. MC Scat Cat follows her all around. <laughs> He's got nothing else to do. Um Crying by Aerosmith or any of those was yeah, those videos were, with his daughter. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was like, with his daughter. There was a bunch of them that, yeah. that you know. Crying. Crying. Amazing. amazing. Yeah. They they just, they got really into, I, I don't like that era of Aerosmith. I think they got incredibly soft, but the videos, they, um, they, the so videos got incredibly soft porn and yeah. their music yeah. got incredibly yeah. soft. <laughs> but dude, that, that was, they were big albums. They were like, huge get a videos. Grip and pump. And here's another band that came back. You know, dusted themselves off, and after so the run, times. with the Run DMC, exactly like with the after the Run D, like did the thing with Run DMC, and then they just like exploded, reinvented themselves yeah. several times. Yeah, they were they were Steven Tyler was made for MTV, absolutely. Yeah, um, I got four more on here, and if there's any guys that you guys can think of, Buddy Holly by Weezer, huge. I, you know, huge. I'm not yeah, a not a fan days. of the song, but happy the video days. is a great video. Yeah. Uh, My name is by Eminem. The video yeah. is pretty. It's just it's funny, it's quirky, and it's also it's it's a 
one of the newer songs out of the, and the song's probably 15 years old now, but it's still mm-hmm. newer in the line of all of these. And he's always kind of embraced the, the video. Yeah. And he makes kind of funny. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about him when we get to the band videos and everything like that. Okay. But like, here's another guy that I would never, ever uh, been exposed to without MTV. You know, I love him. It's their fault. Yeah. I think he's great. I think, every, like, in that so much anymore, he's kind of like a little has been, but I hope we don't come after me. <laughs> but um, I uh, I really enjoyed his career, to be honest with you. I got two more. Uh, the, the Jeremy video, the Pearl Jam, you know, yeah. just kind of, again, just something I just yeah. I just remember. That was huge. And uh, Closer by Nine Inch Nails was just that another. Was a, is that oh, the video yeah. when they had, like, the scene missing because of, like, graphic? You know? Yeah. And he's, like, spinning in the air. Yeah. And what there's a like, freaky video. Yeah. I was. never understood how that song was ever on the radio, the video. It just, like. It just shows you the imagination does more than the word does. And yeah. and also that, that how they, just some record label was, like, the song that with fuck in the chorus. And they're like, oh, we're going we're gonna to put this out. But then even, you know, like I said, just said, even with it out. They yeah. censor it. It's even more cool. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's dangerous. Um, yeah, you know. Here's a here's a funny Nine Inch Nails story. So they were filming a video out in Chicago. So they had like before drones all that. They so they had this camera on a balloon, like this big weather balloon type thing. So the thing got little like like blew away and went off. So they found it out in like Illinois somewhere. So it went down some guy's farm, and here's this camera. So there's footage in it. So they showed like uh, some guy laying on the ground. Wrapped in Christmas lights, two skinheads on top of him, beating him to death, and this and that blah. So this guy turned the camera into the, to the cops. Like, so the feds are coming down, like they're looking like to find out what this video, what this <laughs> is, and it's a Nine Snails video, and he just won an Oscar. He just won an Oscar. Did he? Yeah, for that uh, Soul movie, he wrote the music for that Soul movie. He's a very talented guy. Yeah, I, I like him, and I, I I think Closer is not even the best song on that album, but yeah. you know, it's that's cool. Um, so do you want to take a break or do yeah. you want to talk about the band stuff, the band videos, or you want to do that when we come back? We come back. Okay. All right. We'll take a commercial break. We'll be right back. All right. This episode of the Prisoners of Rock and Roll is brought to you by McCusker's Tavern, located at 17th and Shunk Streets in South Philadelphia. McCusker's Tavern has been in business for more than 50 years, making it the oldest bar west of Broad Street and a city known for its neighborhood watering holes. Minutes from the sports stadium, McCusker's is a great place to stop in for a few beers before or after a game or a concert. There's a reason why everyone from Philadelphia Magazine to Playboy have ranked it as one of the best dive bars in the city. Music is such an important part of McCusker's Tavern that we're actually recording this episode from there right now. They're currently closed due to the pandemic, but miss everyone and hope to see them soon. In the meantime, check them out on Facebook. That's McCusker's Tavern. All right, we're back from the commercial break. Thanks so much for hanging in. Maybe before we jump back in and continue, um, you know, as we were on a commercial break, I was poking around and found the video, the the clip of Kurt Loder going into uh, MTV News announcing that Kurt Cobain had died from April eighth, nineteen ninety four. Excuse me, it's only twenty five seconds left. Let's uh, let's just play it. Maybe kind of, you know, if you're out there, you listen to us. Maybe you weren't even old enough to remember when this happened. Hi, I'm Kurt Loder with an MTV News special report on a very sad day. Kurt Cobain, the leader of one of rock's most gifted and promising bands, Nirvana, is dead. And this is the story as we know it so far. Cobain's body was found in a house in Seattle on Friday morning. He was dead of an apparently self-inflicted shotgun blast to the head. Police found what is said to be a suicide note at the scene, but have not yet divulged its contents. Cobain, who was 27, had reportedly been missing for about six days, according to his mother. That was huge when he died. Yeah, Yeah. even that... 
that clip I just, I mean, Kurt Loder's reading it off a piece of paper. So yeah. it's like, it, it's that instantaneous. Probably, probably handed to him was like, you're reading this. It was a huge thing. Like, it was almost like when baby Jessica fell it down the well. It was like international news. It was um, for a guy that plays guitar. I, I can't think, yeah. like, the only thing I could compare it to, like, in our youth is the Challenger exploding. Yeah. You know, that, that level of, uh, you know, I can't think of another. I can't think of another rock and roll star like like not such a tragically way. Yeah, of him yeah. blowing his fucking and it meant that out. much to like our our generation. So. Yeah, it hit people like a ton of bricks. It did. Like, yeah, I remember. I remember people in school like crying like yeah. over it. Yeah, getting really upset. I remember uh, later that week. It was on like sixty minutes, and uh, the Rooney guy who did like the old crabby guy, Andy Rooney. Andy Rooney. He did a piece about it, and he really gave our generation like a real like f you. You know, he's hmm. like, oh, so I'm not going to cry for you in your generation and this and that. It was really bad. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, it old, was really old bad. crank. They, it was bad. It made me look like a little bit different yeah. toward like main media and like how they sympathetic, you know. They exploited the shit out of Kurt Cobain when he died. Yeah. You know, they were doing all newses on the copycats that were like killing themselves over, yeah. you know, they were like, exploiting that shit. Yeah, it was it was such a shame when Kurt Loder, you know, he, he got that call in the morning and like he ran down to the studio and everything like that, and he's driving and he was just like, you know, he only met him one time and he seemed like he said he was a nice, he was like a very gentle guy and very quiet and, but he wasn't really surprised by this because a few. I weeks, don't think anybody no, was. I, I know. I remember when it happened and you were not. So I was by. like, oh well, <laughs> and um, I was. He was, I was, like, he, was oh, well. like, he was like, oh well. And like a few weeks prior to that, he, he almost died in Italy, you know, yeah. uh, OD'd, you know. Yeah. But, you know, it's crazy. It sold more albums. It did. It turned in, in, into Hendrix. He became yeah. Jim Morrison. Yeah. So that's that. Um, I guess maybe the next thing we're going to talk about is we talked about some of the great videos, but there's also a bunch of videos that were that MTV wouldn't play, right? And there's some stuff that they would only show at certain hours, at, you know, late at night, after 9 o'clock. And then there's some stuff that they just flat out refuse to play. And I think, Doug, I think you found the first video that they ever banned, and this really surprised me. Yeah, it was a Body Language by Queen. Yeah. And, like, did you guys watch the video for this? I did. did this you- would just be, like, any other video, like, through the 90s. A lot of and- bikinis. Yeah. Like, kind of racy. That is, that's not my favorite era of yeah. Queen. But like it was, that like, album. it was Freddie, like, on... Like both sides, like you know, he was like kind of maybe coming out of his 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 closet for say, you know, and I think it was just like too much for you know for the MTV yeah. at that time, you know, for a band like Queen, the first vi- the first video to be banned by them it was actually really surprising to me. Um, and Madonna's had a whole bunch of songs banned. I watched a couple of the videos and I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. I watched like the to Justify one- My Love. That, yeah, that was like the big. That was the big band, and that was like a porno. I mean, yeah. that was like it totally was like yeah. a. Sh- in the max she had yeah, that the, the book was out at the same time book, yeah. yeah so it was like she was tr- she's another one i think she just tries too hard sometimes that well I that's just, her gimmick. i don't like her that's her gimmick let me try to shock you yes yeah. that's yeah. her gimmick yeah, yeah. i know yeah. that I, was a big deal that video was a like a big deal like they showed it like on primetime tv all right we're going to show it one time just because we're the, the news and we're going to talk about this and like, yeah but look how they wouldn't play the share video yeah because her ass right yeah yeah um yeah, I wrote, like, she had a video, American Life, that I guess was her in, like, a 
she's kind of in a military uniform and she's in front of all these American yeah, I flags. Remember it. And at the end she throws like a grenade at George Bush. And I, I watched about half of it in my notes. It just says, this song sucks. Yeah. I just, I, I, well, I, that's the problem with her. Her fucking music sucks. Yeah. She's, she's a brilliant business person, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I just don't like her. Well, that was like, um, just like a prayer, like a prayer. What was that video called? Yeah. Or that song? Yeah. Like a prayer, like a prayer. Yeah. yeah. So Pepsi, she had a Pepsi commercial. Like prior before that video come out, so this was a sneak peek of, of this video. So then the the video premiered. She's burning crosses. She has a black Jesus and this and that. That Pepsi commercial was gone. I, I can never pay attention. Is she still speaking with her full of shit British accent now? Yeah, or is she's she, just uh, a clown. She's just she's, she's the original so, clown. She's so fucking. She stopped being a fucking weirdo and just go out and play the hits. Well, yeah. she go out and be the material girl. People will fucking line the fuck up. I saw her one time out down the uh, convention hall in AC, Atlantic City, and she does two tours. One one tour she'll do like the greatest hits, and then the other tour is a dance tour. I saw the dance tour. Uh, I'm like, when is this going? I like saw that her Ray of Light album that she put out. I like that song though. I do too. That song's but, good. But, Pearl Jam covered that but, song. Uh, really? Yeah. When it came, when it originally came out, in, they might have really? done it in the middle of a show. Huh? Okay. Yeah, that was a big song. But uh, yeah, she's a clown. Yeah, she had a handful of videos on here, that, and I didn't care enough to watch the other ones. I thought it was interesting. Like, there's a handful of, well, surprise, Megadeth albums. In I, my I, Darkest yeah. Hour. We were that's just talking about that song. That's the one yeah. I put the notes on, too. Yeah, because it had to deal with suicide. Is that what it was? Yeah, but the song's about Cliff, Cliff Burton, Burton, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was a little weird that MTV was like, no, this is what it's about. And, and Megadeth yeah. was like, no, no it's dude, about- it's about our best friend yeah. dying in this horrible accident. But at that time, they're like, who's Cliff Burton? I'm like, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. No, no, it might it's have been. exactly. It's yeah. exactly. I wonder if they fucking report it when Metallica got in that bus accident. Right. Did they make a report? Did Kurt they probably Loder? didn't have MTV News back then. You know, what year was that? Eighty-five. Yeah, that was before MTV. Yeah, I'll, look, I'll look while we're I'll look while we're talking. Yeah, there's not. A, I don't. Then. I don't see anything like a clip of that. Um, some other. I. Mr. Bungle had a video for Travolta mm. that was banned, and I'm like, I don't even know what the video had, but if, if, yeah, I'm not surprised. It, it, no, it, it probably couldn't even fucking take two seconds of it. Uh, Mr. Bungle is a side project with uh, Mike Patton from Faith No More, and uh, I think Scotty Ian's in that, right? Scotty Ian's in that. And band, it, yeah. it is some of the most bizarre music you will ever hear in your life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Couple Primus songs were a bit Lacquerhead was a was a song by Primus that was banned. Um so it was eighteen in life by Skid Row. Really? That song said, was on a lot. That's that I wonder if there was rotation. another video. Maybe, the main character blows shoots him his, away. Yeah. Oh, that's right, they did. Yeah, they shoots had his edit, friend by yeah. accident. Yeah, they did have a video. They did have. An I don't think he shot him by accident. He shot him on purpose. No, okay. They shoot some of it, so that MTV kind of mm-hmm. poo pooed that a little bit. <laughs> there was uh, what else is on here? Jesus Christ pose by Soundgarden took a lot yeah. of crap because a, yeah. a lot of crosses I don't remember. and. Yeah. Um, that's a great song too. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, really I don't like remember it being on MTV at all. Yeah, I, I didn't either. Yeah. Um, some other stuff like Manson's on here, Sepultura, like all the stuff you kind of would expect to see on here. But the one song, man, the video that, that you guys shared this week, man, was "Be Cruel to Your School" by Twisted Sister. <laughs> what a great video! That is awesome, man, with Alice Cooper and Bobcat Goldwaite. Bob, dude, Bobcat's great in that, and it's kind of like a, a sequel to "I Want to Rock." You know, it's like yeah. in the same. The, it's in the, the school. school setting. Yeah, but then you have like Thriller going on. And then they made a zombie. Thing. It's yeah. just pretty graphic. There's a scene like of them like sawing some guy's like head off. Yeah, but it's comical. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's a video like Bobcat Goldwaite is like a teacher in a school, 
and he goes into like the uh what the lounge and the other teachers like what are you listening to and he's like twisted sister and he puts it on and then everyone be, the teachers turn into d snyder and alice cooper and all the kids are like zombies the one kid's got like his throat ripped out and he's eating like snacks through the hole yeah, in yeah, his throat. Funny, yeah. <laughs> it was over the top but i like but the video now opens with a quote from d snyder that i guess when he was before congress and it just says our videos are simply meant to be cartoons with human actors yeah and this was in all those congressional hearings against mm-hmm. him and this was like so this video got banned and the you know the the squares went went crazy on it. it's a really cool song though i, no, I, I dug like it the, yeah it's a great song like um, it's a twist sister song and then uh, Prison Sex by Tool got got banned at some point too. And I just thought that was interesting because that was like the first video they used that had that um like that stop animation that they became yeah. really famous for. I remember I remember the video like clearly, but I don't remember it being banned on MTV. I don't either. Like I remember, I remember seeing, seeing it. it. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah. Um and then there was also some videos that they were only like uh, Baby Got Back was only aired after a certain time because it's, you know. <laughs> well, Motley Crue, Girls, Girls, Girls. I remember uh, Motley Crue was hosting Headbangers Ball. And they're like, all right, we're going to show Girls, Girls, Girls. Like, it's like we could get away with it. We can get away with it. It's just funny. But one thing, Neil Young, um, this notes for you was banned from MTV. Because yeah, I'm not singing for MTV or I'm not singing for Pepsi. And Budweiser and this net and the. Uh, yeah, you know, their their sponsors are like, well, what is this all about? You're playing this song, and like they're saying, like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not selling out for Pepsi or Budweiser or this or that. They wouldn't play it for like a business reason, yeah, like so advertising, they, no, and they got rid of it. You know, well, that's interesting. I mean, that's different than like, well, we're not going to play it because it's just offensive, or or we think it's offensive, or yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Mr. Bungle. I feel like maybe we should play a little yeah. of the Mr. Bungle go, go song. For it. Go for it. Just because we've we've talked about them a couple times. Dude, it's, it's like Nightmare Before I was, Christmas. I was thinking yeah. the same exact thing. I was like, it's like Ed Burt. Ed Burt. It's, it's like film, a man. cart. It's like a carnival. Uh, I, I my favorite song on that album is uh, "My Ass Is On Fire." It's just. Like, Do you think they're cracking up the whole time? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's come he's on. crazy talented. Scott Ian, come on. Yeah, really, really cool. I'm glad we just took advantage to play <laughs> play that. So, um, but, but like another band video, like going back to Eminem, like uh, what's called "Just Lose It." Okay, so this video. Is Eminem making fun of Michael Jackson, like how he changed his appearance, and like it was really, it's kind of really ridiculous. So BET banned it because you know this is Michael Jackson, like he's know. a white guy talking shit on a black guy. Exactly. So they got rid of it, and and BET called out MTV and said, if you guys don't drop this video, we're you're racist, and that was enough. Really? And MTV had it up for one of the best rap videos ever made earlier that year. I guess where they're where they're MTV yeah. or ever, but um, funny just like how they got called out and they automatically just pulled it. You know, I don't think MTV makes the greatest decisions. They they proven they haven't. They they have no I don't know morals. There's a there's a song from the '90s uh, by a band called Wax. 
and the song was called California. And I remember the the video was just some dude running in slow motion, and he was completely engulfed in flames. And I showed up on the list of band videos, but I'm like, when I saw the name and the song, I was like, oh, that's the song with the video, the guy on fire. So I'm I like, remember so I'm that. like, I had to have seen it on MTV, yeah. but it's they're like it's banned now, and I'm like, okay, well, I I saw it somewhere. I I I don't own it. I didn't own any of their CDs. I've never looked them up on YouTube, so I don't. Whatever. Maybe it's another video of a guy on fire. Largely, right. Yeah, they... Sometimes you know, it's on a Saturday night is yeah. what, I, what I look up. <laughs> um, I, and I, get, I don't remember the song at all. I don't know anything about the band. It's just largely forgettable, but, you know. And that's it's probably the only point of relevancy they have now. You know, it's like they're on some band list. Do you think that they're, they're sitting like, if we just weren't banned we would have we we right, went all the way. We would have made it. Probably not. I could have been a contender. Hmm. But Bowie got... He got uh, banned from MTV uh, the next day. Because he was like portraying Jesus Christ, and they're like they're not going to have it. And they yeah. got rid of it. He's Bowie, man. You got to got to give him some some creative latitude, yeah. right? Yeah, they let him dress up like a Nazi and let him walk around. Yeah, like you know, as soon as he dresses up like Jesus Christ, they're like, oh, we can't have the video. Like the last video he made was, was Lazarus. Yeah, was real. Like I mean, he knows he's going to die. Yeah. it was just totally like, dark. Re- and really, really sad. hits you. Yeah, really sad. Mm-hmm. But it was a really it was a really good video. Um. I've never seen that on MTV, but that was something I saw on YouTube. But yeah, yeah. really, really moving video. Um, I never listened to that album. Is that album it's sad? It's good. Is yeah, it good? but he know. Yeah, it is sad because he knows he's yeah. he's gonna die. Yeah, listen to it on a dreary day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you don't want to ruin a ruin a sunshiny day. So, um, you have any other any other band videos? Motley Crue had one. Uh, You're all I need. That was. The, the, the the lyrics were so like violent. They were saying the words were too violent for the song to be on MTV. Hmm. And then the videos they were just showing clips from the news, clips on the from the news on the videos. And MTV says you can't play this. And they're like, dude, we're just showing this news stuff clips. That's already... Yeah, dude. Even okay. Bon Jovi has a band video from MTV, a song called "Living in Sin." That hmm. got banned from MTV. Do you remember that? You know, who knows where the line is that they, you know, I guess you either get shuffled into after nine o'clock or they just wouldn't play your stuff at all. It's interesting. But that's when the, you know, then they started moving along with these shows, you know, so they, this is like the beginning of them play after like, you know, with TRL after that, you really didn't see too many videos after TRL until it was after like maybe like 10 and 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. TRL was like in the nineties. And I, I have it in my notes, but like 2008, MTV was only playing three hours of music a day. And I remember kind of watching TRL and getting pissed because they would only play like snippets yeah. of stuff, too. It would be like 15 seconds. Like the attention span was so much we couldn't even sit through a song anymore, which probably leads into like today's generation that nobody has an attention span. Um, and also like, I mean, TRL got, got trash canned in like 2008. But that's also like music stores are done, right? Sam Goody's mm-hmm. out of business. Tower's gone. There's Napster. People are watching all the stuff on YouTube. They don't. They don't need TRL anymore. Yeah. But that was a big show. Like you know, like if you were really had an album that you're plugging or you need some exposure, you go play Times Square. I, yeah. I thought it was a little bit too old when TRL came out. Yeah. I remember it being like, "This is a little bit." I'm a little bit too old to yeah. watch TRL. And it, I think like. Maybe the beginning of that was like you had like the Britney Spears yeah. and InSync and all that like that heavy pop stuff of the '90s, Backstreet Boys, Spice Girls. That kind of takes over MTV and then TRL. Like I don't know, man. The only thing I really remember about it is like 
having the same thing like man I'm, I'm probably too old to be watching this and there was yeah. like that uh well, like mariah carey had like that meltdown yeah you know, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The meltdown. she brought the hot dog cart on yeah like she like did. oh she's she's her publicist, goes, her publicist comes down like come try on. to get, yeah, her, get her off, off the, the stage, stage. Yeah, yeah like and then yeah then like i think at trl i think of carson daly you know um his lame ass talking yeah. about britney spears or he's, the backstreet boys yeah he's like the the ryan seacrest of mtv yeah, just yeah. this standard he was, issue he's huge still he's he like is. his own production company yeah. he's on tv all the time and the yeah. closest thing to rock and roll we get on there is ryan's favorite band blink 182 that'd be like the favorite like that would be the rock band and then you have like sub 41 and that whole Ugh. like punk like kind of like poppy punk Avril thing Levine going on. And, uh, yeah. Like you said, Limp Biscuit. Bunch of Limp yeah. Biscuit. Corn. Fred Durst, I think, was on that show more in Carson Daly. You know? Yeah, that's because he did it for the nookie. Yeah, they And he they, was in his video. And Carson Daly was in that video or one of those videos. They they started down MTV starts a really quickly quick downward spiral and even by 2010 they like they legally changed their name from like you know mtv was always short for music television it's just mtv it doesn't stand for anything anymore the music is completely gone yeah and and now it's i mean i even looked up like uh, the shows of mtv and i was i started reading about like reality television and i found a list of reality shows on mtv and there's 114 of them like 114 different shows jesus christ and i didn't know any of them, no. other than like the Osbournes, I watched and, a lot of. And, I watched a lot of Osbournes. Uh, the Real World, everything else. Yeah. I was like, I have no friggin' idea who any of this stuff. No, is. MTV invented the the uh, reality, reality, reality show? show with the Real World. Yeah, right. That was like ninety two, and what a, that, that was out. a great concept at first. You know, for the first ten years, the Real World was awesome. Yeah, I, I watched. You know? I know the but the San Francisco one with that dude, that asshole puck. Yeah, that was like the skater dude, and yeah. the the one guy was um he was homosexual, he was gay. Yeah, and it was like it was pretty pretty and ahead of its time. Is that the when the is that the season when that guy Pedro died? Yeah, yeah. AIDS? yeah. See, that was interesting. This guy, like, that's how big MTV was. Like the guy Pedro died, and he was on you know a reality lo- show, a reality TV, one the you know reality tv show 30 ca- years character. ago and this guy died and it was all over the news yeah. bill clinton got up on tv and talked about how what a tragedy it was for a young man mm. named pedro whatever his last i name just was. remember him dying i don't remember anybody giving a fuck no dude people gave a fuck because it was another it was a it was a big personality a celebrity you may say dying from aids uh, again, Mac- Magic Johnson just came out and started talking like he got it and this and that. And then here's a guy that you're watching every week on television and you're kind of like, oh, well, you know. He but just that was his whole stick on the show. No. You know, like, oh, I have AIDS. Well, you I know? think that he was on that show to give more awareness toward what was what was going on in this country that what, that should have been paid more attention to because we got zero attention through the 80s. Like it was like. It was taboo to even talk about it. You couldn't even talk about it. If anybody did, it was MTV talked about it. So, yeah. So maybe I wouldn't. I wouldn't really think. I wouldn't want to admit this, but I don't think MTV really did exploit the whole thing of the guy dying. You know, it was just something that was happening in life, and I think it was their responsibility to have like get awareness toward it. You know. Yeah, I, I didn't see. I don't remember it being. Yeah. I don't remember feeling it was exploitive. Yeah. Um, it was also so new, like just rea- that the concept of reality television was so was so new at the time. They had like the road rules. That was a big thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody remembers that. 
That was like the real world on the road. Yeah, and they would do all these uh, <laughs> obstacle courses and challenges and it was almost cool like shit. it was almost like survivorish yeah. kind yeah. of before yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I vaguely remember that. Um, you know what show, man? We didn't. We totally skipped over was Remote Control. Oh. Uh. Man, we went right through the eighties and we skipped remote control. That was that was a great so many great things about that show. Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn was awesome. Singing with Colin. Sing along with Colin. Colin, That was great. The The, craftmatical adjustable bed. When the chair would just go through the wall wall when you got voted out. Yeah, that was a great show. Yeah. They Um, had a board game. I think we had it. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, they had a board game for that show. But like, you know, Adam Sandler got to start from there. Stud boy. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great it was a great show. Um, another one that I really liked was Celebrity Deathmatch. I had totally that, forgotten about that. that until Ryan put it in the in the yeah. list of notes. That was uh, uh, what claymation of like celebrities would fight each other, and it was just so over That's the top hysterical. stupid. It was great. They put like Michael Jackson against you know Prince. Yeah, yeah. You know, they would do like lineups like that. They had like Marilyn Manson against like Charles Manson. Yeah, really funny. They, was, nobody was nobody was left out of that was, show. It was incredibly stupid. They went after absolutely everybody. It was really great. And I think they actually came back with that show, uh, like a, like something, did they? something yeah, something else like they in the last couple of years ago. Like Beavis, when they brought back, back Beavis and Butthead, yeah. and probably just didn't yeah. it didn't work. MTV Cribs was really big. Yeah, that was one of the Cribs. first. Like we're going to show you your house. Yeah, you know, where the people live. I always heard like these rappers and guys would go out and rent shit. Just put, to show off just to on show cribs. Up on, on cribs, like they go out and rent these cars. They rent these huge her- stereo system systems. They rent houses. <laughs> I, when, I wouldn't be surprised, man. I wouldn't be surprised. When it, I think it was like Red Man. He was on the episode, and he lived in like in a motel. Like you know, what I mean, <laughs> but it wasn't. It was his side house. So if he ever had a party, he had it at this apartment somewhere, like in like L.A. somewhere, and it was just filled like with, filled with porn tape and just like. <laughs> He's like, I'm not having all these people in my house. So, like, this is where I come to party. And dude, there was like bongs everywhere before you show bongs on TV. That's awesome, it was, dude. It was it was really funny. That's was, fantastic. Yeah. What else is on here? The Rock and Jock softball game. That was classic. Used to yeah, we love that. that. Yeah. yeah. You see, like the guys from Poison, and they would have there. like a, yeah, a couple of, like the Phillies would always be in it. Yeah. And then they would have um like ceramic animals in the outfield. If you hit the pig, it was like, <laughs> he hit the pig. It would be like extra runs and the guy, they were all goofing around. That was awesome. Yeah. It was always, that's when music was fun. Everybody's yeah. so fucking serious. Yeah. Now. That was, that was a lot of fun. That game. Then um, they had like a basketball game, rock and jock basketball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they had while. like the, the five point line and it yeah, was like yeah. the 10 point circle. Yeah. I forgot about that too. Well, they yeah. had MTV sports. Remember MTV? Oh, yeah. yeah. What was Dan his? Cortez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That was, that was a rad show. Yeah, yeah, that was a good show. That was like that extreme, like extreme sports. You know, they would be skydiving and cliffhanging, and you know, or, or all that cool shit. I'd totally forgotten about that. Singled out with Jenny McCarthy, man. Oh. I couldn't. Fucking, was that a dating show? Yeah. yeah. Would they have like fifty dudes on the stage, and then would get whittled down? I I couldn't fucking yeah. stand her. Like this, she had that over the top. Like zany. she always had to make this funny face yeah, or like, some shit. Yeah, she was hot until she fucking started yeah. making goofy faces. Yeah, she was nice to look at. It just was. She was so like campy, and I remember just getting like like physically angry watching it. But then they gave her her own show, the Jen McCarthy show, and it was kind of like a skit show. Yeah, that was on for about two or three years. Like yeah, but she did the that. same thing. Yeah, yeah. too much. Uh, Love line, love line with Doctor Drew, Drew and yes. Adam Carolla. Yes. yes, that was a big deal. Uh, people would that just, was a great show. People would just call in with. I remember that being like pretty adult too. People yeah, they were like, like questions. It'd like, be like, like yeah. eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. like like 
hey, it, it, you know, I have like a, I got a, this canker sore on yeah, me. I don't know what yeah, yeah, it was like like stuff you would like see a urologist about, yeah, and he yeah. would. Uh, I remember one. I go episodes, to the doctor right away, sir. Right. <laughs> I remember Henry Rollins was on one of those one time. Oh, was it was he? like giving love advice. It was really it was oh, like man, you were like a series of dysfunctional <laughs> relationships. But, but uh, it, I guess they feel like you know if you're too embarrassed to go to a doctor or go to let me go on TV and let me call in anonymously. Yeah, but at the like. I don't remember the years when that was on. I feel it's got to be like it was later on. Yeah, yeah, I never really watched. But also, it. they're they're doing this. And I remember it was being like, in college when it was on. Yeah, but it was like maybe I'm misguided here. But it's like they they cared enough. Like they gave you that avenue if you wanted to talk. You know, like yeah. like they talked about like AIDS. Mm-hmm. You know, and they talked about like voting. Oh, and here's a show, man. Maybe if you don't feel comfortable to go into a doctor, you can call in and ask this question. And I'm sure they're trying to sell advertising and all that other kind of shit, but... Brought to you by Trojan. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, maybe there was a degree of that. And I always kind of remember watching that feeling somewhat uncomfortable to some of the stuff yeah. I was here to talk yeah. about. But I think they were, they were just trying to like give information out yeah. to kids who didn't know. Yeah. You know, you know that's their, yeah, their way of finding like, out. You know? Somewhere out in the middle of nowhere, somebody has no one to talk to. And that's true. Yeah. And again, like... There's no internet, so there's yeah. nowhere else. Like you're not gonna go watch a, a YouTube video about any of this stuff. Like so, you got nowhere else to to go, really, yeah. right? Unless to you're gonna talk to your. You said you live in humble fuck Arkansas, right? Raccoon Sack, Arkansas. You're gonna be like, who are you gonna talk to? Or you're down by the Bible Belt. You know what I mean? Yeah, they don't. They like. Yeah, you imagine know. like you're this like trans trans person, and you're in the Bible Belt, no. and you don't know what the hell no. to do. Right? Are you just some some kid that just struggling with all your hormones and stuff yeah huh okay apparently that's all that show meant more to society no i never was, i never seen it but just, it was a good idea yeah, yeah like, it, as you're seeing yeah. her talk about yeah. it, like I've, the possibility this is the reason why they had this yeah. show you know and then the complete opposite end is jackie <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was god they're making another movie are they yeah I, and bam's out there like you know calling them all like fucking hypocrites and this a, and that they all that whole project went south after that dude ryan dunn died he died yeah 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 jackass got a got a ton of attention i i never i never really watched i never, never watched it no no they're funny i remember yeah, putting I the movie about- on and like oh this is great but the, do i want to watch it again no yeah um, what, what was his name uh, hi i'm uh, steve knoxville johnny, johnny knoxville. knoxville yeah and he got steve-o a, he got a like johnny knoxville got a career from that show mm-hmm. all those guys did like no, they all did. They they yeah. all had a spinoff show. Yeah, Bam got a show. Yeah, you know he looks awful now. Uh, he's a piece of shit. I don't care. Yeah, but like his uncle, like you know, was molesting girls, uncle underage Vito, girls, right? and another like, scumbag yeah, of the week. Yeah, I forgot about that. But he's a he's a big crybaby now. He's like saying, "Well, like, my they, friend, they, they, they were my friends, and then they all they left ditched me. me." Yeah, because dude, you're you're, you're a fucking you're, mess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and generally when you when you abuse children, people don't want to associate yeah. with you. Did and they have a rehab show on they did MTV? Have, American Rehab or something? Did they? Shit? I don't Celebrity know. Rehab? Is that was that, was that a VH1 show? Me, I don't it might know. have been VH1. Okay, anyway. Yeah. The Spring Break. So that was uh, the bikini version Holy of uh, MTV, the, the uh, Club MTV or The Grind. That was Now, that was the episode you had to watch of the, of the Club MTV. Yeah. These girls in bikinis. I was, yeah. just, I was just watching something. It was like a documentary on Yo MTV Raps. And it's like the first time Yo MTV Raps went to the spring break is when Bismarcky was saying, Just a friend. You're just a friend. Mm-hmm. And he said, Here we are. These black guys have never even been to the fucking beach, you know? <laughs> and and there's just all these white girls, like just dancing and jiggling. And, she, and she's like, he's like, I didn't, We didn't know what to do with ourselves. Yeah. Uh. 
So they're they're performing and all these everybody's shaking their asses on them and everything. Yeah, like all that. these teenage girls are just like, holy shit! What do you do? That was like just a, a crazy week every year. Every oh, year, debauchery. Oh, dude, that just you know the girls getting on stage. It was all the, frat boy bullshit. Yeah, though. yeah. Like you know, they made they made spring break big. The game was big before, but they made MTV Spring Break. Yeah. And that was huge. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that became the definition of what Spring Break yes. was. Yeah. Like you yeah. Didn't, I didn't know it was Spring Break until they showed it on MTV. Yeah. Um, the Osbournes, we talked about a little bit. The hell, that was groundbreaking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like, so it was reality TV, but it was also reality TV with a celebrity. Celebrity, yeah. the inside. functional family. Yeah. I don't think they were that dysfunctional. No, I was only kidding. I think they yeah. really, they they really had a nice family. Well, the, as as fucked up as they in a, yeah, are, in a, in a monsterish know. kind of yeah. way. I don't know. Like Jack came out and said, like he became an alcoholic because of that show, like, drugs, all, she, and a, because they became yeah. celebrities, and then they're hanging out with their dad's friends who are not supposed to be hanging out with that. You know, their dad does drugs with, and so they here they come and start doing. She drugs. just had a relapse. Did she? Yeah. The daughter. Did she? Yeah. Pimp My Ride. I yes. put on there was yeah. Pimp My I never watched they it. They would but. take the hoopiest hoopties around yeah. and just pimp them up. Yeah. Like you have a car that's worth maybe like twelve hundred dollars and they put like thirty thirty three hundred dollars into the fucking thing. Pimp My Ride was funny. Uh, two shows by two people that I fucking hate and I totally forgotten about them. One was the Tom Green show, Ugh. and the other one was the Andy Dick show. If those two, yeah. you put those two in a barrel and put it yeah. over Niagara Falls. Dude, I don't understand how Tom Green, like, like, like in the beginning, it was kind of, he was, it was funny when he'd go home with his audience and wake up their parents yeah, and shit. Yeah, that's pretty funny. He had yeah. that, like, for about the, 10 minutes. That, uh, like, he I, married oh, Drew Barrymore. He did. I know. The fuck? It broke my heart. I was like, oh my God. And he only had one testicle. Yes, he, did. he had cancer, and he, and he had an MTV special. Yeah. That, and then he put yeah. it in a jar. Yeah, he's a he, fucking. He was too like, like, oh look at me, I'm so ironic and I'm so fun, and it just I, uh, no, I hate this the, type of no, humor. It's the people who gave him the money and yeah. and bought into it. Yeah, like you know, shame on them. They can you know? cancel fucking Headbangers Ball, put that right. Yeah, on. put that mess right. On. And Andy Dick's another dude. Like uh, he's gonna he, wind up in a dumpster. With has a, he ever been relevant? I know. I, 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 I never. I like Andy him. Dick more than I like Tom Green. Yeah, Andy Dick's one of those guys. He was on I'm, news radio, wasn't he? Yeah. Andy Dick? Okay, yeah. maybe that's why he's a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting. If somebody's gonna find him in a trash bin with a heroin needle in his arm. And yeah, a, he's a, and a he's hooker. a fucking train wreck. Yeah, he's he's bad. You know what show that I'd forgotten about, man? That I really liked was it was only out for like a season. Was Snoop Dogg's uh, skit. Show dog. <laughs> no, I never seen it. Doggy fizzle televizzle. No, I never Dude, seen it. That one. It was great, man. He Where'd had you find a, it? YouTube. Yeah, he had a, a clip called. Uh, he was Captain Pimp, and he uh, he would fly around it, but it would his hand would get really big, and that was his superpower, and he would slap Sus. people. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just show you the clip of it when we're done here. It was just really funny. Talked about Beavis and Butthead. Daria was really big Daria too. Was the spinoff of Beavis, Beavis Butthead. and Butthead? Yeah, yeah. It was a little, it was a little too dry for me. I really didn't. Yeah, I, I, I remember Daria, cha cha cha, diarrhea, cha cha cha. I I didn't watch it, but I was like, I, I was going through the enough. list. I was like, oh yeah, man, that was that no, was she had a pretty whole bunch of she had, a, she had a lot of merch. Yeah, and then the uh, the award shows, man, like the yeah. movie yeah, awards and the video music awards. I mean, that was like, I mean, Eddie Murphy was hosting the video music awards for the first couple of years. Like you, you know, you had these huge stars doing it. You know, and um, that, that was like, you know, the biggest thing of the year, you know, like when we was. were growing up, like every band you could think of, I think they say like 94, like 93 or 94 was like the best year ever. And that's when grunge was coming in. That's, you know, everybody was playing the, uh, the music awards. Yeah. So like, yeah, I remember that would be like, like that was an event. Like you that got was, your homework yeah. done so you could watch it and you talked about it the next day at yeah. school, like what happened. Oh, no. And now it's like, and they would uh, show, and they would show the performances 
as videos for months and months and months at a time. Yeah. yeah there were some great performances by uh, those MTV Music Awards. Um, I remember Motley Crue having a big one. Guns N' Roses had a big one. Uh, Guns N' Roses played with Elton John. They played November Rain yeah. with Elton mm-hmm. John. Yeah, I remember that. Axel sang with Tom Payne and Heartbreakers, Free Fallen. Yeah, obviously Run DMC with Aerosmith. Yeah. Um, Madonna, like a virgin, as much as we didn't like. You know, oh, yeah. So that the, was a big. That the was guy a, was like underneath her dress, I think. It got a little. That was Vogue. That was Vogue. Now, she was rolling around in her wedding dress. Yeah. And they were yeah, putting, yeah, yeah, they were yeah. putting the, the camera up her dress a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then, they sh- did, and then they did that few, like, fucking 15 years later with Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears, and they all kissed on stage. Yeah. They everybody, were lost, out. everybody lost yeah. their, their minds. I may have, I may have watched that a couple times. A couple I don't times. Know. Yeah. I may you have know seen what's funny about that thing? They, they only gave a shit when she kissed Britney. Yeah. They did not <laughs> care about Christina Aguilera. Right. No, like, because, who cares? Because Christina Aguilera was like, she was like, like this, why? okay. Britney <laughs> was the girl next to her. Sure, yeah. Yeah, Christina Aguilera went from being like the, uh, well, she was like a, a Mouseketeer or something they, like that. They, they, they both, both were. were. And then she got like, Horry. she got really filthy yeah. in her, like her image. Like there yeah. was like one of her, I think her for. album was called Dirty and she was in a bikini and she's given the middle finger and it was yeah. like kind of like, she, she could really sing. Like, she's definitely she's, the most talented one. Yeah, she yeah, could she really could sing. sing and I was like, man, yeah. somebody somebody got a hold of you and just, just trash canned your image. Like it, like but I somebody think, steered her in that direction. I but. think I think she was like sex sells and Britney was like Mouseketeer sells. Yeah. yeah. It, it was two different of, things. Yeah, I think Britney like tongue in cheek was like, you know, sexy by Uh-oh, herself. Oh, I did it again. Yeah. And then, yeah, she's, yeah. And then the other one's like, I'm rub me, I'm a genie in a bottle. <laughs> yeah. Oops, I did it again. And she's in the schoolgirl outfit. Yeah, that was a big yeah, video. She's playing up to, to that the curves. And that was, I, I don't remember where in the timeline that. We were working in a with, record store. We were, but I don't remember when like she makes out with Madonna and then she went like nuts. You know, when she had she that cut little, all like, her hair she off. cut her hair off and she was having yeah. all kinds of problems yeah, yeah. and stuff. And I don't know. So I saw this one thing. Um, Nirvana won an award. They didn't win like, they weren't around long enough to win a whole bunch of video awards. So they <clears throat> they won awards. They go to accept the speech. So they have a Michael Jackson impersonator with them. So the Michael Jackson impersonator like accepts the award with them and everything like that. So after they get off the stage, they're walking down the hallway. And here comes Flavor Flav. And he's like, yo, Michael, what's going on? <laughs> like this, that. And like he's like, take a picture of my kid and everything. I heard Dave Grohl tell the story. Like I was dying when i heard the story that's awesome i th- i think the mtv awards is where um eminem and like triumph the insult comic dog yeah, yeah they got into it too love triumph i do too he is the greatest what was he a conan o'brien thing yeah he yeah. was really ripping into eminem and he called him like eminem and m and eminem <laughs> got like really pissed what and like asshole. tried to punch the the, the, dog. Like, the dog or the guy that did it and just uh that right? makes it even more funny it's like oh come on eminem yeah. which is funny because like like Eminem does have like a degree of humor and like he lambastes everybody, but he fucking, can't take it. That's well, the whole thing. He could fucking make fun of somebody all fucking day. He's like a little child. Well, well, I hate to ruin it for you guys, but that came out maybe ten years ago that the whole thing was scripted. Oh, was it really? Yeah, okay, it was scripted. Well, okay. But it's still um, funny. He as played hell. like everybody was like everybody thinks like every, like he was going everywhere and people were like oh you can't take a joke you can't take a joke and, no, he, refused, was... and he refused to talk about it. Yeah, well, and good for him. Up, then it wind up being a big joke. Okay, well then he's playing. He's yeah. playing the slim shady. Yeah, yeah. the shady character. Got, I think he got up and left and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was All a, right. that was well, a jokes big on joke. jokes yeah. on us. Womp womp womp. But then Eminem. Was what are you going to tell me? Santa's not real next. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but then Eminem gets up there and does. Uh, my name is 
and he had like thousands of like friggin' like like the, the, the duplicates of him duplicates. coming out. And he's like, "Oh, we're gonna buy everybody Taco Bell, dude." Nobody got anybody Taco Bell. Okay, like so he got that was true. Like he jerked off a bunch of guys okay. that looked like him and and dyed his hair like them. I think they're, I they're the that. joke. They're, they're, the, joke. they're the joke. They're already a joke. I was in the M and M. Why not? Yeah, and the, the Yoka's outfit of the, the really long white T-shirt. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank God those days are over. Uh, is that it? MTV? Is there anything we didn't uh, we didn't talk about? I I'm looking over my notes. MTV. They did, um, they did a bunch of contests they would always run. Some of those contests were funny. Remember when John Bon Jovi's house? Yeah. Or when... They're always giving away houses. They're going to give like our, anthrax at your house. And, yeah. They had this... Uh, Aerosmith um, contest where they give away a bunch of motorcycles and a bunch of motorcycle jackets and they sell Aerosmith out and shit. Do you want to talk about the Van Halen con- contest? Oh, the Van Halen contest was unfucking believable. Which one was that? This was when Dave was still in the band. This is like when 1984 was going on. They were the biggest band in the world. So MTV has a contest party with Van Halen. So they they get this guy. He's 21 years old. They fucking party his ass off. They're, he's backstage. He's getting laid. He's doing drugs. He's he's doing the whole Van Halen fucking party thing. And then later on comes out that he's like a diabetic or something diabetic, like that. Diabetic. And he, and he could have went into like a diabetic coma and shit like that. Wow. All the fucking- he's like drinking his face off. and like, Wow. Okay. And they... they, they like they treat him like one of him. There's a little, there's a documentary about it on YouTube. I think it's like maybe like a 15 minute documentary. And, and the guy's just, from, he was like, "It changed my life." Yeah, his buddy's with him. He's like, "You shouldn't be doing this." He's like, "Down my van He's like, he's like, he looks like guy from Canada. He's got like two beers and he's fucking down them while groupies yeah. blowing them. <laughs> that's not in the documentary. That's, oh, that's fantastic. No, they said they took him into the men's room and I they fucking it. gave him a blowjob. The groupies are David Lee Roth. <laughs> and a well, if Dave, if Dave was a little bit on drugs, right, I think, you know. Yeah, right, right. If there was a monkey involved, I'm sure Dave would be all about it. But they said, like, you know, he said, I had a great time. They threw him out in, the, in, the, in their jet and this and that. And, like, yeah, he just almost died on yeah. Van Halen. The video for Just a Gigolo by David Lee Roth was pretty good, that too. That was pretty groundbreaking. Yeah. His videos were always yeah. great. California Girls. We talked about the one with the weird with the midgets and the other the, oh, the yeah, other yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little enough. Yeah. yeah. That one was a little weird. But, but he had some iconish like, videos. Yeah. The Skyscrapers album. Or, mm-hmm. or even like Yankee Rose. Yeah. Give me a bottle of anything <laughs> in a glazed donut. But uh, we didn't talk about the king of videos. Weird Al. Weird Al puts out some good videos as well. Yeah. Now, he's a guy that used video as an instrument. Sure. Like, you know, he's not that. He's a very talented guy. Absolutely. But his music is like kind of basic. You know, so he needs like the video to make sell his gimmick. But that's the thing; like, it was like considered like a big, big compliment if Weird Al wanted to do one of your songs. You know, I think Nirvana was doing Saturday Night Live when they got the call. I think we talked about this on one of the shows, and um, everybody like some people declined to get their videos made, but like it's supposed to be the biggest compliment ever. I think his original shit was the funniest. Like before he did the video, he did Star Wars song. No, 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 no. Like the another one rides the bus. Oh. Hey, Dave. Like, uh, There's a public lost. access TV. Like the he just with him as an accordion, just yeah. doing like jingles. Yeah, that shit's funny. That's Some creative. The, that takes you know creativity. The parody for uh, bad like fat 
yeah, was awesome. Was, aw- was hysterical. Video. Like was I lost on Jeopardy video. was funny. Yeah. I was I, when you I first lost on Jeopardy was fucking great. I thought when you first when you first mentioned, it, I was thinking the newer. St- I was thinking the the, the smells like Teen Spirit mm. parody or like Amish Paradise. Yeah, yeah. was yeah, yeah. funny. But yeah, the the really early the stuff re- like a surgeon. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We saw Weird Al in concert back in 1984. <laughs> they opened up for the. opened up for the monkeys. That's awesome. Another dude who absolutely should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and never will because they can't. They should put him in the Hall of Fame. What he does, nobody does what right. he does. He's been he's been lambasting pop culture for 30, 40 years. And he and he, and he's still he's funny. So dude, funny. he plays like he plays like high schools and shit like that. He sells out. Like you know, it's like I would it's love not to very expensive. See him. Yeah, he's on the bucket list. He really he, he comes out but, in all of his gimmicks. Yeah. 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 His accordion and all of his yeah. all of his stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like he'll do like like uh like thirty songs in like five minutes, you know. Hmm. Like all popular songs on the accordion, like he's great. He had like a parody video, not so much a song, a video of like more than words, and it's a song called like "I Don't Love You Anymore." And he's like, "When you when you burn my car down and this and that, I guess you don't love me anymore." It's yeah. like a, it's, it's a funny song. He had that parody of mm-hmm. oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. yeah. <laughs> the nineties was his year. They, they were decade, his year, yes. his decade. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He really got after everybody. That's awesome. Yeah, he was a good one. I totally didn't have him in my notes, and I should have. All right, so um, going a little bit, I got some, I got a little bit of listener feedback. Here's a piece of listener feedback from me. So one of our really early episodes, we talked about how do albums actually go platinum with streaming, and how does that work if there's nobody's okay. buying albums? I actually looked it up, okay, and I finally got back, and it's been in my notes for like three episodes, and I forgot to read it. So the RIAA does record they include streaming in their formulas if a song streams 1500 times that counts as one album sale or 10 track sales so if an artist released one song and that one song is played one and a half billion times the album is considered platinum so i don't know old town road I don't know how many times that song has been played, like on Spotify. But if it was one and a half billion, then that album is considered as a platinum album. Okay, so you said if it's played a thousand times, if one, one song is played a thousand times, that equals one album. Yeah, so it's if just w- one. One song is played one thousand five hundred streams. They count that as if you went in and bought one, play. one copy of that CD, or you bought ten singles. That kind of sounds like that bad joke from the Howard Stern movie when he's like, "Oh, Stern." Oh, it's like, oh, I just killed all those kids. Oh, no, there's five kids, ten kids. That's just one. That counts as one. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess because it's easier. To, yeah, yeah. And it's, no, it's, fr- it's, it's like joke, free, but, but yeah. I get, you know, but they, they do consider it. So, and I went down the rabbit hole a little bit more. So in 2010, there were 69 songs that went platinum. And in 2020, there were 525. So, because streaming's gotten so big that yeah. people just play shit so much. So that was it. That was, that was my insight. And then, um, we did get some listener feedback on the Monterey Pop Festival. So uh, Monterey Pop Festival was probably a better event than Woodstock, but Woodstock gets all the publicity. I can't imagine seeing all of those great bands in one place for six bucks. If you had to see just one set live, which one would it be? My vote is Hendrix. What say you? And this is a two-part thing. So, uh, Robbie Chong? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> get the most. Get my six bucks <laughs> worth. Uh, the Grateful Dead. Come yeah, on, Dead. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Yeah. The Who, maybe. Like you know. 
I think Otis, Janice. Otis would have been mine. Janice was another yeah. one, too. And then the uh, second part of this was, um, in your research, did you come across the Festival Express? That's where the Grateful Dead, Janice yeah. Joplin, the band, and some other artists played a bunch of shows in Canada. They traveled in a train and a giant choo-choo jam session party. <laughs> Wild. Dude, they fucking videotaped that whole thing. Yeah, there's a too. documentary out there. About is there? It. Yeah. There's a doc- it is fucking. Yeah, it's great. What a great concept it is. But what a fucking train wreck. And I mean, <laughs> it is a fucking train wreck. Like, they put the dead on the, in this, on the train with Janice and shit. Dude, they're, they're completely annihilated the whole time. They drank all the booze on the train. And they, <laughs> they, had, had they, stop. stopped, they stopped in the middle of nowhere. And they saw a liquor store on the side of the fucking road. They're in, like, the and, Yukon of Canada. Yeah, yeah and they, they bought all the liquor out of the liquor store. That's awesome. Yeah, but it is pretty cool. I mean, to check it out. All right, I'll have to I'll have to look into that. I'll have to see the. Um, so thank you, uh, the dude who wrote in, and he actually asked for some stickers, so they're they're in the mail. So and then that brings us to the electric chair. The electric chair is a segment where we sentence a song to death for being terrible. The electric chair is sponsored by our very good friends at Lunacy Brewing Company. They are located at 500 West Kings Highway in Haddon Heights, New Jersey. You can check them out on social media or at lunacybrewingcompany.com. So this week is my turn, and I am killing Fire and Rain by James Taylor. Great choice. I could kill... I have a... I should probably see a therapist for how much I fucking hate no, James I'm with Taylor, you, dude. man. Dude, I should see a therapist with the song makes me want to do. I, I, I have, like, a really... I get... I can't stand his fucking... I can't even his get a boy, sentence out. He sounds like he's fucking sucking on helium and singing on top of it. Dude, I, didn't he have a tour with the Eagles like a couple years ago? He opened for the Eagles. I don't that know. That was probably the boringest show ever. I was like, there's, I hate the Eagles and I hate James Taylor. This would make me want to fucking kill myself. He was supposed to play with like Stevie Winwood or somebody last summer that I was like, oh man, I'm going to fucking sit through this oh, to see no it. But fucking way. He, he has like... I think his personal life, he has these stories that like, you know, he was always like... His personal life is all these stories about like being a heroic and everything. I was like, dude, you're just your music is just so soft. It's just like, oh, I love yeah, t- like you're just you're soft, dude. You're like you're the guy that has your bike shipped into yeah. Sturgis. It's like, like <laughs> dude, you're not Nikki Six, dude. You're right? Like, I, you think a heroin addict? You think of Nikki Six? You, like being fucking right? You know? You're a, you're just like you're. A, it's like fucking dentist office me. music. Yeah, it's just this soft shitty. I want to punch my laptop. I'm looking at his stupid God, fucking song. face right fucking now. Fucking sucks. Ugh, and I could have killed any one of these songs by him, but I fucking hate this song. And I hope I hit the right button. We sentence you to death. Yeah. Man, I fucking hate James Taylor. I've seen fire. I've seen rain. You've seen electricity now, too, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. Zap. In a bad taste in my mouth. So uh, that's it, man. So whether you've been checking us out from the beginning or you just discovered us, just thank you so much for taking some time to listen to us. You know, we always try to educate and entertain, and we hope you have been both tonight. Now, if you like what you hear, hit the follow button on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. 
Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're, we're on all the major platforms. And if you really like what you hear, man, leave us a review. Tell your friends how awesome we are. Tonight's show is about music videos, but we did publish a playlist for the episode on Spotify and Apple Music. There's links to them on our social media pages, and maybe, you know, we probably should share a couple of these videos on our Facebook page, too, because we talked about a lot of them, and there's some really cool videos. You know, and lastly, if you want to get in touch with us, we're on Facebook and Twitter. You can check us out on prisonersofrockandroll.com, or you can email us at prisonersofrockandroll at gmail.com. We think our logo is pretty cool, and if you want some stickers, just reach out to us, and we'll throw a few in the mail to you. A couple people have already been sending us pictures of them out in the wild. We uh, gave a stack to the warden, Rob Owens, and he's already asked for more. So uh, Rob, Rob. Rob we'll we'll get him to you. Thanks for spreading the good word. That's it. We'll be back in uh, two weeks with another episode. We'll circle up, figure out what we're going to talk about next. All right. Check you later. Keep on rocking. Peace out. I'm just a prisoner.